The pass is long, the hit is hard, and the running's fast. It's time for high school football. This is the WCLT High School Football Game of the Week. From Walter J. Hodges Stadium in Granville, it's the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7 as the undefeated Blue Aces play host to the 6-2 Licking Valley Panthers. Hi everybody, Brian Mays, Garrett Wandel. We've been waiting for this one. This should be a dandy. There's a lot of stats we can go over, but really it's these two teams do not care for each other. This is a great rival matchup, and it should be one heck of a football game. Yeah, absolutely. Granville's playing here at home, but the Licking Valley fans have traveled well in number. They're filling up those away stands, almost filled up to the brim. Um, but this, yeah, like you said, very big game. Valley has been on an absolute tear ever since week three of the season. Um, ever since that loss to Heath, they have not looked back, and they have looked unstoppable. My main concern heading into this game for Valley is just, you know, how worn down is this team, you know, because they have had a grueling schedule the past two weeks, you know, playing close games back-to-back, and I was talking to you a little bit before the game, kind of reminds me of that Notre Dame schedule, um, you know, where they play the Buckeyes and they play Duke, and then they came out really flat against Louisville, and they were just felt like very worn down in that game, so um, we'll see how Valley comes out here tonight, but that's just my main concern, um, kind of from the outside looking into this one. Both teams are unbeaten in LCL Buckeye play with two victories under their belts. The winner of this game clinches no worse than a share of the league championship. And also both ball clubs have clinched playoff bursts. Both fifth in their current regions, Danville in Region 11 in Division 3, Valley Region 15, Division 4. So they know they'll be playing past Week 10. They both want to host at least one game, possibly two as well. So that was where we've got a lot on this ball game that really both teams want to get out, get the victory, and see where they are go into Week 10. But you look at this matchup, and really, offense, defense, special teams, they've got it all. Yeah, I feel like this game's going to play out very similar to that uh, Licking Valley Watkins Memorial game we did a couple weeks back. You know, both these defenses are really, really elite. Valley has two shutouts. Granville has four shutouts. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. I feel like points are going to be really hard to come by, and it feels like you know, if what whatever team slips up makes a mistake. Uh, whether it be a turnover, an, interse- an interception, or fumble, wh- whatnot, um, whatever team you know forces a mistake and is able to capitalize on it, I feel like could really be the difference ma- uh, maker in this game. You know, Beckett Long, for the most part this year, he's done a really good job of taking care of the football. But four interceptions in their game against Licking Heights, and in a game that was a lot closer than what a lot of people thought, they ended up winning that one, 28 to 20. But interceptions is what kept um, the Hornets in that one. So he needs to take do a really good job of taking care of the ball here tonight. Our pregame continues with an interview with Licking Valley head coach Randy Boffman. That's next after this timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. 
Is your job going places? Mine is, and I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Lincoln County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Lincoln and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Lincoln County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal Opportunity Employer. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Coach getting ready for the matchup with Granville. Six straight victories, and the last two have been, well, they could give you a little bit of heartburn, but the way your team rallies after being down in each game at halftime, even when we talked before the Zanesville game, you like the confidence of this ball club, and I'm sure they've proven you right over the last two weeks. Well, it's a, it's a good group. Um... They, uh, the big thing is they stick together. You know, uh, we may not be the most talented team around, but uh, they realize as a unit that they can, uh, they can do some special things. So, you know, as long as they stick together and, and trust each other and rely on each other, well, we're okay. There's always signature plays and signature games in the season, but I want to go back to two weeks ago when we were able to watch that game at Watkins and that 97-yard drive. I mean, you're taking on a really good defense that doesn't give up a lot, and I just thought that really epitomized what this team was, and it got you back in the ball game, and you end up winning it, but to take the ball the length of the field against a very good defense uh, really impressed me and impressed a lot of people watching that game. Well, uh, the odds you know they, they have all sorts of statistics uh, you know they say there's probably only about a five percent chance that you're going to score when you're back that far so that was one of those rare moments where uh, you know again I think uh, good leadership of the seniors and, and everybody just uh, said that the, you know we're not done yet and uh, focus was the big thing we didn't turn the ball over right. we didn't have uh, penalties uh, it was a clean ball game on our part, and I thought that was the key. And that really was back-to-back uh, clean games because I think he only had two penalties uh, against Zanesville the, the week before. And then last week, some people were looking at it as a trap game, but you knew how good Lindsay was, and obviously the players knew how good they were. Um, what really was the catapult to another strong second half when you put 28 on the board? Uh you know, I think sometimes your opponent can motivate you a little bit. So, uh, you know, I, I think there was some trash talking going on out there. I think our players felt a little disrespected by some of the things that were said. Uh, and just uh, the, the fact that they, they hung together. The thing I, 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 I like a lot is they don't panic. You know, uh, we've been in some tough situations, and we know this is going to be another extremely tough game. So... Uh, we know it's going to come down to maybe the last play or two or maybe overtime. So I, I like the fact that we've been through some of those situations. You mentioned that you thought Hayden's best game was against West Holmes. Not saying I want to dis- or disagree with you, but he's been pretty good the last couple of weeks, too. Well, that, that's been the, uh, the catalyst uh, to why our offense has done uh, well. But he's uh, a three-year starter, and uh, he's, he's playing like a three-year starter, and, and he's very confident in his receivers uh, he just he, he did a nice job managing the game there's more than just throwing it's uh, getting people to jump off sides uh, little things that people don't think about that he's doing now and it seems like 
the team is gelling well with him. I mean, the weapons are all coming together with him. He doesn't have to focus on one particular wideout or getting the ball to trend in the backfield. It seems like there's a lot of opportunities here to spread that ball. Yeah, around. there is, and, and and that's why I think uh, we're tough to defend. I mean, last week uh, Walker had just a monster game. Yeah. Uh, before that, like I say, uh, Trent Clark's had some good games, but I feel like we've got really five receivers that. Uh, we can go to at any time so it's pretty hard for them to double anybody then uh, as hard as Marcus has been running in the backfield uh, uh, Hayden has hurt teams with his legs too so uh, you know I, I do feel like we can spread people out and, uh, and make us hard to defend well speaking of spreading you out Granville will do that as well a lot, of, a lot of weapons and they seem to have gotten better week in and week out but we talk about skilled players but I still think it's physicality in this matchup yeah it is but uh, you, you, you still uh, got to be amazed at the athletes that they've got there uh, a new quarterback but uh, he, he's uh, he's a dual threat guy also uh, you know I worry about him running the football as much as throwing it but uh, they've got some outstanding uh, receivers over there uh, good backs uh, the uh, the big the big receiver slash back uh, I mean he's just uh, running over people so they've got a, a, a lot of weapons there also and their defense uh, playing much more of a Sikkim style defense this year gaming a lot more just smothering people so it'll be a challenge for us up next granville head coach wes schrader as you continue to listen to the high school football pregame show here on kate 98.7 Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A dot com. Trillium Farms is an equal opportunity employer. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction job for the customer so you don't have time to be waiting for materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities. At Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Obviously, you don't need to say a lot about this matchup with Looking Valley, but focusing on your team, 8-0, and the defense either shutouts or only one score in six of the eight games. You thought that could be a strength coming in, but have they even maybe exceeded your expectations? Uh, yeah, I would say seven of eight. That the the Heights game wasn't. We gave up a interception for a touchdown and kick return down to the five. So that was two of their three touchdowns. But uh, 
Yeah, our defense, we, we knew we had a pretty good defense. We had a lot back, and we've, we performed pretty well the last few years defensively, so we knew we would be solid. We didn't know what to expect. Um, the kids are growing. They're getting better, and we had a good portion of our linebacking core back, and, um, you know, we were had concerns up front, which we're still slowly, slowly but surely addressing those, and I think we're getting better, and I think uh, that's all we can ask for. Offensively, uh, things really seem to be gelling over the last couple of weeks. Again, uh, if you need to throw the ball, Beckett's doing that. If you need to run the ball, he's doing that. But again, that that plethora of running backs too. It seems like the the mix is is pretty solid at this point through eight games. Yeah, um, I think Beckett, um, Noah, and Kyle all have over 400 yards. And- um, they, they know their roles and what their jobs are and what we expect from them. So we're trying to get trying to get those guys just going a little bit and uh, in different ways. So and you know, Noah's a team first guy. They're all team first guys. So it's it's been a it's been a nice uh, compliment of backs back there. And we can't forget about Noah with the special teams and having that third uh, weapon, I guess you could say, from either pinning a team back or getting points when you get inside, say, the 35-yard line, still a weapon that a lot of high schools don't have. Yeah, we, he's, he's, he can kick it, there's no doubt. Um, <laughs> you know, he's been doing well, and Bodie, I think he has, a, you know, eight to ten touchbacks this year, and, you know, they got a good kicker, too, over there, so it's it'll be a good high school football game on Friday. Well, it is. They call it Granville Week. You guys call it Valley Week, and they seem to be peaking at the right time as well. Six-game win streak and a couple of huge wins over the last couple of weeks. What impresses you about Valley at this point? Yeah, earlier in the year, we you know we had some tape on them, and um, we felt optimistic at that point. They weren't they weren't playing real well, um, but it's a totally different team now. It's not even close to that same team that we saw. Um, earlier in the year, you know, they had, it wasn't a typical Valley team at all. But we saw they had some guys running free and whatever else, and um, now they're they're back to themselves, making plays, playing you know physical football, but making plays with their athletes and um, stuff like that. So yeah, th- there's a lot that impresses you. You know, anytime you're going against Valley and Coach Boffman, who's been there for you know 40 whatever years, you know, obviously there's everybody knows there's a strong dislike. I don't want to say hate because we respect them and we know the value of it. And their kids have been great. Their coaches are great. Would you say one of the most physical matchups you will have all season long? It, it always is. It always is. It's, it's but that's that's what they, I, I, I tell our kids. I tell our coaches. The good thing about having a, a, a team like this, a rivalry like this, is they bring out the best in you, and that's what we want because you know we've had a few less than. Um, you know, competitive weeks, and we have these guys right now at this time, which is good. I think it's going to bring out a, you know, a different level of us. We hope. I mean, we'd, normally it's always you don't know how, what you're going to get in this game from our kids because it's so it's so competitive. It is so physical, and um, you know, like like I said, it's 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 fun because they've been the best out of you, um, and it is what it is. We're, we're excited for that. It's, it, that. This is why you know high school football is so great. Is games like these. It's not when you you know you get. Up 40, 50 points. It's these ones that you know both communities are really invested, and um, the kids are you know have a lot of anxious and nerves and excitement, and then finding a way to come out on top if you can, and then celebrate now with your friends. Like it, that's why you play these kind of games. So one goal in the butch, you've clinched the playoff berth. The LCL Buckeye, you can clinch a share, but you want the whole thing to yourself. So it's nice to have. Maybe the checklist, you can check off a couple boxes, but with two games to go, there's still a lot to play for starting with this one. Yeah. We, we want the league, but our concern is just, just beating Bali. Um, you know, we, we're aware that if we win, um, 
the byproduct of that is, is another league championship. But uh, we just want to win this game, give it our best effort, um, and, and just you know hopefully make our our school and our community proud in the process by you know playing really hard, really really tough football and disciplined football. And uh, yeah, we, we obviously we don't want to share it, but that's that's not our, our concern. Is just trying to win this week and, and do what we can from there. Thank you, coach. Good luck against Valley. Thank you. And we are set for kickoff. Granville, Licking Valley, and we are underway from Walter J. Hodges Stadium. Licking Valley will get the ball to start this ball game first and ten as the LCL Buckeye up for grabs between the Blue Aces and the Panthers. Granville did win the toss and deferred to the second half. So we'll see, Garrett, what this Valley offense can do against this very strong Blue Aces D. Yep, led behind senior quarterback Hayden Rogers has 1,170 yards passing so far, 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. The two times we've seen him play so far this year, he has been outstanding, but also in the back, right behind him, he has a great running back in Trent Marcus. Marcus, with a big night tonight, could go over 1,000 yards. It's first and 10 Valley, and Rogers will hand it off to Marcus along the right side. Got a little bit of a crease and gets about five yards on that first down pickup. Let's pause for station identification. This is the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on WCLT. W254CT Newark. Kate 98.7. Just always something a little different in the air when Valley and Granville get together. You can feel it even two hours before kickoff tonight. Second and five for Valley at their 25. Marcus now on the left side. Breaks one tackle, but not the second. And it'll be a third and short coming up for the Panther offense. Uh, trying to get that running game established with Marcus here early. Did a pretty good job on those two opening handoffs. So now you're set up third down. About one and a half yards here. And this is the, the perfect situation you want to be in here if you're Valley, you know, setting up a third and short with those two opening handoffs. Splitbacks now with Rogers on this third and short. He will look to throw. Quick drop, fires, and a catch is made. And getting Morris Wheeler. He's at midfield. 45-40 makes a cut at the 30. Still going 25-20 all the way down close to the 15-yard line. Oh, what a play that is. Well, rare big play given up that time by that Blue Aces defense. But Wheeler shaking off an arm tackle and making a man miss to extend that play, but great play design right there. And third and short, I thought they were going to hand it off right there, but ends up breaking off a huge gain, and now Panthers looking to strike early. 57 yards on that pickup, first and 10 Valley at the Granville 15-yard line. Man in motion, here's Marcus on the right side. And a, game, a name we will call quite a bit tonight. That will be Kyle Kirby makes the one-on-one -on -one tackle after a pickup of about two. Yeah, Kyle Kirby, just a sophomore, but he has a huge impact on this Granville Blue Ace team, both offensively and defensively. He's going to be making big tackles. He's, a, he's really hard to get by on defense, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. And then offensively, you're going to be seeing running and catching the football. Second down and seven from the Granville 12-yard line. Rodgers in the gun with Marcus. He will fake and look to roll. 
Scrambling, scrambling, fires in the end zone too hard and high and out of bounds looking for Cam Walker, so it's third down. Yeah, going with the play action that time. Granville didn't look to be fooled. Really good man coverage that time, and good job of that defense, too, just settling in, you know, after that big pickup. Now it's third and long. It's a big third down coming up here. Try to prevent Valley from getting that opening drive touchdown. From the Blue Aces' 12-yard line, third down and seven. Rodgers has single wideouts each side. Marcus on his left shoulder. And Rodgers to throw. He's got time. He fires, and it's knocked away at the last second. The pass falls incomplete. A.J. Burkle knocked it away. So it's fourth down and seven. Looks like the field goal unit will come on. Yeah, bright call here. You have an opportunity to put points on the board. You're going to need every single point that you can possibly scrape out in this one. But great coverage that time by Burkle in one-on-one. Receiver had a little bit of space on him initially, but he was able to recover, get back to the ball, and bat that ball away and saving that uh, first down. 29-yard field goal attempt by Jacob Wheeler, who had caught that 57-yard pass to get him into this opportunity. He is ready to attempt the field goal. Snap down, kick on the way. It is up, and it is good. 9.37 remains first quarter. 3-0 Valley. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. The experienced heating and cooling professionals that meet any budget is just a phone call away. Your local Lennox dealer, Lucart Heating and Cooling, has been installing Lennox systems in Licking County for over 60 years. Installation professionals, Nate certified technicians, and Lennox Innovations make Lucart Heating and Cooling the wise choice. Call 740-344-5497 today. That's 740-344-5497. Lennox. Innovation never felt so good. You have questions about your coverage only to discover that you live in an insurance desert. More and more local offices are closing, forcing policyholders to drive to Columbus or use a call center. Your estimated hold time is 18 minutes. I'm Brett Boyer of Boyer Insurance, where we keep it local, convenient, and personable. No long drives or longer wait times. Call or come see us at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville or Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. 3-0, Valley leads it. Wheeler gets off a very high kick that will go into the end zone. That's an automatic touchback. So a nice six-play, 68-yard drive capped off by the 29-yard field goal by Wheeler. First points the Valley defense has given up in the last three weeks now, Darren. Yeah, that was all set up by that big third down conversion hauled in by Wheeler. And yeah, like I said, it looked like it was only going to be about a 10-yard gain initially, but broken tackle and making some people miss on the open space set him up with that good field position. Now we get our first look at that Blue Aces offense. And Dante Vrasa, who's missed the past two weeks, leading receiver for this Granville offense, said he's only going to be playing on the offensive side of the ball here tonight. So we'll get our first look at him in this offense. And Long will keep it on the quarterback keeper going to the left side. He is hit at the line of scrimmage and goes out of bounds right there. Yeah, Long, he's more of a dual threat style of quarterback. He's got 402 yards on the ground this year. Um, so expect him. That will not be the last time he is going to be running the football, but good job by that Valley defense. They've done the scouting report. They know what's coming, and they're going to be making Long 
earn each and every one of those yards. He took a big shot that time. Trips to the near side on this second down and ten. He will go back to throw. Pretty good protection. Fires and the catch made by Verasso right at the line of scrimmage. It's third and ten. Yeah, so far this Panther defense has been swarming to the ball. Valley, two plays and no yards in both of them. So now they're set up with a third and long here. And you really hate to go three and out after giving up a field goal in your opening drive. Barrasso goes out wide to the far side. Now he's going to come in. Looks like it's going to be a tight unit set up here on this third and ten. Kind of surprising right here. Beckett to throw. Long still looking, fires, and a catch made and getting a huge first down. Looks like that was Jack Yeager. No, check that. No, it was Jack Yeager. Yeager with a catch of about 12 yards. Big third down pickup. Yeah, really good job that time, too. From Long, pressure was kind of closing in on him. He hung in there, threw a nice pass and a nice catch, too, from Yeager and fighting for this extra yards. New where he needed to be at for that first down conversion and set up right there. Up to the 32-yard line, first and 10, Granville. Trailing Valley, 3-0, 8-25 in this first quarter. Long to throw, catch made by Verasso at the 40. Makes one man miss and gets, I believe, enough for another first down. So while he's banged up, he's going to be a valuable part of the offense once again. Yeah, him and Kirby are kind of the main two targets out there for Long Brasso on the year despite missing two games still has 28 receptions 429 yards five touchdowns heading into this one it is enough for a Blue Aces first down Long with a hard snap count almost got Valley offsides but now we'll get the play in from Coach Schrader Noah Muzak is the tailback in the backfield Long will throw again and it's Verasso again and he will get to midfield and then go into Valley territory again very close to another first down and they'll move those chains yeah right now the Blue Aces taking what the Panthers are giving to him on defense on these far sides the corners are playing very soft coverage giving them giving the receiver giving the receivers about six or seven yards of cushion and that's what basically they're exploiting right now just running those quick little out routes turning around catching the ball about six seven yards out and then Barasso just able to kind of fall forward for those extra yards first and ten at the Valley 47 yard line Long gets the snap will look to throw again fires Jaeger with the catch and goes again about a mm-hmm. ten yard pickup same song yep. French wash repeat yeah and well, looking guys going to have to make an adjustment defensively. They're going to have to, you know, start playing up closer to these receivers because basically what I just explained is that very soft coverage, five, six, seven yards of cushion for all these receivers. I understand you don't want to give up the big play, but right now the Blue Aces is taking exactly what this defense has given them. Second and one, Kirby, and it's a flea flicker, and Lawn is looking, and the catch made in a ton of traffic by Yeager down to the Panther 15-yard line. There were three Panther defenders right there, but Yeager goes up and snails it. Yeah, I thought that was a really dangerous throw. 
Panther defense was not fooled by the trickery there, the little flea flicker. Um, they stayed on their assignments, and yeah, Jaeger was about triple covered right there, but Long threw it right up for his receiver. None of the Panther defense was kind of aware that ball was thrown, and Jaeger able to haul that one in, and he is having himself a really good first drive, and Long, too, is settling in really nicely. Ever since that third down conversion, this offense is really confident. At the 14, ball on the ground, let's light. Granville did pick it up. Wow. That could have been disastrous for the Blue Aces, but it looked like it went right back into Music's hands, and he was able to recover it. Loss of three on that fumble. Yeah, fortunately, that's all that happened on that one. Yeah, miscommunication or something wrong with the snap that time, but fortunately for Granville, that ball did not bounce too far away, and they were able to hold on to that one because now, I mean, Inside the 20, this is basically guaranteed three points here for the Blue Aces. Do not want to turn the ball over at this point. Second down and 13 from the Panther 17-yard line. Long to throw. Fires in the end zone, and it's incomplete. As that pass, the first incompletion of the night for Long, looking for Culver. So it's third and long here. So exactly what you just talked about. No more mistakes to take yourself out of potential three. Yeah. Uh, that first down fumble kind of threw everything off track on this set of downs. So now, you know, you, you basically lost yourself a down. And then following that incompletion, third and long, like you said, don't want to do anything too risky here. But also don't just want to, you know, roll over and just go for the field goal. Third and 13, and we've got officials stopping play. And this is how important this game is. Coach Boffman calling a timeout on defense here in this first quarter with five and a half minutes remaining and it's three nothing looking valley leads it so long on this drive six of seven throwing the football three each to verasso and to jaeger and this will be an interesting play call for the always inventive and creative coach schrader yeah and just to make it long you know we we saw him back in week one um well, that was his first career start at that time, but he's come a very long way. I can just see in this opening drive, Long, just a lot more confident. You can tell, you know, getting better each and every single week because most of these throws he's made on this drive, he just did not have the confidence in himself to make it in that opening week against Marion Franklin. But a big third down coming up here. Um, you know, since it is the first half, though, you know, you have the luxury of, you know, using these timeouts on these big third down conversions. You want to make sure, you know, you get your play right, especially on defense. These are big plays, you know, whether you're going to give giving up a touchdown or it's a field goal on this side of the field. We're ready to go. Third and 13 from Licking Valley's 17-yard line. Long. Now we'll get the play call from Coach Schrader. Licking Valley leads this one three to nothing. Carrasso buys Lonesome out on the far side. Lawn is looking that way. Fires in the end zone and a little bit too long for Verasso on that play. Incomplete fourth down. Yeah, Verasso was able to get a little bit of separation, but yeah, Long uh, led his receiver too far in front of him that time. So that will bring out the field goal unit, and we'll see if the Blue Aces can tie this one up. 34-yard attempt for Noah Music, who was banging them easily from about 45 in warm-ups. Here's the kick on the way. It is up, and it is no good. He missed it wide left. So Valley's defense holds, and we remain 3-0 with 522 
remaining in the first quarter. Well, you always get on me about the announcers, Jinx. It kind of... I was just talking to, about warm-up. Well, still, you know what we said here was hitting them easily from 45 in warm-ups and... Well, this is what was a guaranteed one, yeah. Well, well, I was I was about to say I'm like, what well, should be a guaranteed three here from No Music, but I restrained myself. Uh, but, I see. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that's a big stop by that Valley defense. Granville able to get it in the uh, red zone, but come up empty. So taking over at the 20 yard line, here's Valley first and ten. Here's Marcus, and about a one yard pickup there. So both offenses driving down the field. Big play by Valley and more methodical by Granville. But Valley gets the points and Granville does not. One-yard pickup there for Marcus. Yeah, for Valley, you got the early 3-0 lead here in the first quarter. You, know, you cannot be content. You know, Stick to your game plan. Um, keep handing the ball off with Marcus. For the most part, Marcus has been having a pretty good time tonight. Rodgers with a rollout, looking, fires, and he's got Wheeler, and he will get across the 25-yard line. And, you know, there is a lot of coaches speak, but I think what Coach Boffman said in the pregame about this team just being a tight-knit unit and really believing in each other, again, yeah, they may not be the most talented, but they really do believe they're going to get the job done, and we've we've seen them do it. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that game against Watkins, you know, I'll be the first to say it. I did not expect... The Panthers have come out with the win in that one, but they proved me wrong, and I'm sure they proved a lot of people wrong. They played outstanding, and I feel like those opening two weeks when they you know, lost really brought this team even more together. Third and four, Rodgers rolls right, looking, nobody's open. He's in a lot of trouble, and he will be sacked back at the 15-yard line by number 15, Kyle Kirby. Yeah, really good job. More so, I'd say, by that secondary for the Blue Aces. Kind of a coverage sack that time. Uh, Rodgers was rolling out to his right, trying to find somebody open. Had a decent amount of time to throw, but nobody open. Great job by that secondary. And then it's just a matter of time till that Blue Aces, you know, front seven, front four, are able to close in. And they do a great job of holding the Panthers three and out after missing that field goal. Wheeler to punt inside his five. Gets the snap. Kick is away. And... Culver will make the fair catch at Granville's 44-yard line. Don't miss any of the action with our free app. Download WCLT Radio at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and you're streaming the game on Kate 98.7. 3.23 remains first quarter. Licking Valley leads it 3-0 over Granville. Both teams 2-0 in LCL Buckeye play. Winner gets at least a share of the championship. Both these teams will have league action next week. Ranville going on the road to Watkins Memorial. A game we'll have for you right here on Kate 98.7. And Licking Valley will play host to Licking Heights. First and 10, Granville at their 44-yard line with quads out here to the near side. Long to throw, and it's to Kirby. 40-45 midfield. Puts his head down. First down. You're not stopping that locomotive. No, no, you are not. Yeah, Kyle Kirby, like I said, just a sophomore, but listed 61205. You're saying it looks like he even got bigger from week one, which it's uh, definitely possible, but he is a huge guy out there that can move really quick. I love that play. Just getting the ball in his hands in the open field, it took several Panthers to bring him down, and he still was able to fall forward for a few extra yards. So he does get 10 on that pickup. And into Valley territory comes Granville. Long 
will keep it. And a good hole, 40, 35, 30, 20. He made the move on the inside. It's a house call. Granville. Beckett long, 46 yards out. And a two-play drive gives Granville a 6-3 lead. Well, that was a tremendous response by the Blue Aces and a tremendous run by Beckett Long, but an even better job by his guys doing a great job of blocking for him. And when he gets in the open field, he turns on the afterburners. He's a really, uh, he's quite the speedster, especially for a quarterback, and he's able to run that one in the end zone for the eighth time this season. And they're looking to get the two-point conversion. The ball was snapped, and Long went down to a knee, but they're saying he didn't have the ball, and the two-point works. I see you looking over at me like that. (laughs) It looked like he was down. Now they are getting together. The officials are getting together, and they're waving it off. That is the right call. That is absolutely the right call, and good job by the officials getting together and reversing it. So it remains 6-3 Granville with 2.57, and hey, it's Friday the 13th. There's going to be some odd things <laughs> happening tonight. Yes, uh, that's for sure. But yeah, right call. I agree with you there. Yeah, knee was down on that snap. Uh, but yeah, Greenville is aggressive. They're gonna. They like going for two. It was a nice play design. But yeah, just a better snap next time, and that would have been good to go. But uh, Valley limiting their damage done though. Just keeping it a three-point game. It would be interesting to see how this offense comes out. You know, aside from that big third down conversion, not a lot of life to this Looking Valley offense in their opening two possessions. And you're right about Beckett Lawn. He did a great job surveying the field on that 46-yard touchdown scamper, making the cuts when he needed to. Not your typical quarterback running the football. Mm -mm. And I think, what, they've got... Beckett, Music, and Kirby all within that 430 to 450 rushing yards, but you're looking at 1,200, 1,300 yards out of those out of those backs. Yeah, and that's just a great luxury to have when you can, you know, have three different uh, guys you're com- comfortable with, you know, running the football, you know, developing your scheme around saying, all right, hey, we want Kirby this week running the football, or we want Music or we want Long this week, you know, taking the majority of the carries tonight. It looks like Long's been the main guy so far here on their opening two drives. But, yeah, they do a very good job. They have a lot of talent, and they're doing a good job of spreading it around so far. So 6-3 to three our score. Granville now leading Valley after the two-play 54-yard drive. And that kick will go deep into the end zone for a touchback. So we'll see how Valley responds after that three and out. And you know they do want to play keep away from this very potent Granville offense. So it's got to be, you would think, a lot of Marcus mm-hmm. mixing in some of the uh, you know pass plays because they've got some talented wide receivers. But I think we might see maybe Rodgers run a little bit more tonight, too. Yeah. Just a guess. I was, I was actually just about to say that. You know, um, we'll see how this drive goes. You know, obviously they want Marcus carrying the ball the majority of the time, but you can also try to mix it up with Rodgers. Looking for a screen to Marcus, and it was knocked away and very easily could have been intercepted. That falls incomplete. Okay, we're just in the first quarter, but this feels like a very important drive. 
Yeah, it does, especially just the way Granville's moved the ball on their opening two drives. They came up empty-handed that first time, um, but you know they got the ball inside the 20, um, and their offense doesn't seem to have much issue against that Panther defense. So, you know, not necessarily scoring on this drive for Licking Valley because I still think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but just trying to move the ball and maybe just flip the field position here for the Panthers. Second down and ten, and Marcus. Well, it's a fake handoff, and it's right on cue. It's Rogers. Forty midfield. Forty. 30. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's a house call for Licking Valley. As we told you, if you listen to Garrett and Bryant, <laughs> we'll tell you Rogers is going to run the football, and he did for 80 yards. Touchdown, Panthers. And that is the read option executed to perfection right there by a senior quarterback. You know, he's been in this situation before who has had countless reps, probably. Um, he faked everybody out here in the stadium. Everybody uh, thought Marcus kept that one. Um, and, you know, Rodgers pulled it. Granville defense was fooled. And, you know, just back-to-back huge quarterback runs by both of these teams. And, well, maybe a, maybe a little bit more high-scoring affair than what we predicted heading into this one. Extra point by Wheeler is good, and just like that, 10-6, to Valley takes the lead. So both quarterbacks getting house calls on the ground in this first quarter. Long with a 46-yard scamper, and now Hayden Rogers takes it to pay dirt, 80 yards as well. And while I don't have the stats in front of me, I bet you that's the longest play against this Granville defense this year. Probably. I would have to think. I, I would think... The two plays that we've seen, that reception by Wheeler and then that run by Rodgers, are two of the longest plays that Greatest Scramble defense has given up all season long. And it's really looking uh, very uncharacteristic of this defense, giving up those huge plays, which have set up both scores for the Panthers. So I'm sure some adjustments will be made. But, yeah, I mean, those two plays have really, really hurt them. Um they just, yeah, I mean, they needed to try to do some adjustments, and the Panthers are going to try to keep exploiting, you know, those those gaps that they're seeing in that defense. Wheeler to kick it off. And end over end kick. This one will also go back into the end zone. We may not have a lot of returns tonight with both these guys on their games kicking the football. So 2.37 remains in this fun-filled game. It always is with Licking Valley. And Granville, 10-6, Panthers lead it. Yep, and this Granville offense coming back on the field, they've looked really good in their two opening possessions. And I don't know, I mean, I did not expect a shootout in this I'm one. Surprised. I don't think anybody did, but we may be uh, in for one here. We'll see what happens on, the, on this drive. Long, he will hand it off. And a good run across the 25-yard line. It was Kirby once again. Give him about seven. Yeah, Kirby on the year. He's got a little over 400 yards rushing, along with over 250 yards receiving. So he's going to you know, do his fair share of damage on the offensive end, on the defensive end. I'm just, he's one of my you know, impact players here tonight for Granville. Second and three from the 27. Here comes the blitz. Long to throw, and the pass knocked up in the air and deflected. Good job that time by the Valley front, and it'll bring up third down. Yeah, that definitely saved a first down. Good job. Get your hands on that one. 
It seems like Granville's sticking to that quick passing attack. That's what they were trying to do there. And third and three. Kind of feels like the same situation that Valley was just in offensively. You don't want to go three and out. Like I said, you don't necessarily have to score here, but just trying to, you know, start winning the field position battle a little bit. You know, put the ball in your defense's hands at least in good position. Here comes the blitz. Long looking to keep it. Gets the first down and more. 35 up to the 40 and will be tackled at about the 43-yard line. So Granville 2 for 2 on third downs. Long doing it with first time through the air, this time with his legs, and it's a first down. Blue Aces. Yeah, for a half second there, I thought he was going to break that one off for another house call, like you say. So, yeah, but it, I don't know. It's a... Kind of flipping the script, both these teams, the offensive, the offenses maybe came out, you know, hearing about how good both of these defenses have been uh, for each team, saying with a little chip on their shoulder, shoulder saying, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to put a season high on these, uh, each of these teams' defenses. From Granville's 43, and here's the handoff to Kirby, gets to the 45-yard line, and then will fall forward to the 46 for a pickup of three. Yeah, good job right there on first down. Just picking up you know, about four yards that time with Kirby. And for the Blue Aces, that's exactly what I want. Each play, they would want the ball in Kirby or Verasa's hands. Already told you, Verasa, not quite 100% tonight. Kind of still dealing with that shoulder injury that's kept him out the past two nights. But um, he's still out there here, lined up on this play. Under a minute in this first quarter. Second and seven for Granville. Lawn to throw, fires, and a catch made by Verasso. And he will go into Licking Valley territory, just shy of the 40, and it's a first down. That was a high throw, but Verasso went up and got it. Yeah, that was a great catch from Verasso. Like you said, really high that time from Long. Initially, I thought he overshot him, but Verasso, nice body control, jumping up in the air um, and, and, and hauling in that pass. Extending the drive, and the Blue Aces have consistently been able to move the ball down the field against this Panther team. Maybe not as explosive as the Panthers have been, but just a little bit more, you know, small chunks. Here's the screen out to Kirby, and he will get about three yards on that pickup. And probably the final play of this first quarter as we come up on eight seconds remaining. See if they come in and try to maybe do one play quickly. Second down and seven. Down to two, one, and they will not. One quarter in the books. 10-6. Valley leads it back for the second quarter. The high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. This is the last year I'm cleaning out these f***ing gutters. Sheila sees this ladder balanced on top of the trash cans, and I'll never hear the end of... Uh-oh. Skip the gutters and head straight to the ER. Not that ER. ER as an equipment rental. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. They've got everything you need to do your next job safely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. State Route 13, Thornville. 
McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray-in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll. Your truck partner. You're listening to the high school football game of the week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. Second quarter getting ready to begin here at Walter J. Hodges Stadium in Granville. Blue Aces trailing Licking Valley by a score of 10-6. to Brian Mays and Garrett Wando. And, you know, Garrett, I think with Valley's defense, it's got to be a bend, don't break. Mm-hmm. And I think... Granville's defense is so aggressive, they want the three and out. So really, both teams not doing what they want to do defensively right now. Yeah, that's what it seems like, especially on uh, Valley's side, just giving a lot of cushion to these receivers. Second down and seven as we start this second quarter. And Long will look to throw. Fires across the middle, and the catch is made. To me, that's a dangerous throw, but no one wants to be around Kyle Kirby, so he catches it, <laughs> and it's red zone time again for the Blue Aces. Yeah, Long kind of throwing that off his back foot on the run, but, I mean, Kirby was wide open across the middle of the field, so it didn't uh, seem as dangerous as it initially looked coming out of Long's hand. So another big conversion there in the red zone here once again, and this is the time that this Valley defense... Like you were saying, they're kind of bending, but don't break. This is when they need to limit the amount of points that Granville is able to put on the board. Try to hold them to just a field goal attempt here. First and 10 at the 19-yard line. Long to throw. And the catch made for about a four-yard pickup. And making the catch there is Yeager who was involved on that opening possession for three catches. Yeah, they're just continuing to just chip away, which is going to be harder to do as you get closer into the end zone, which is kind of that whole philosophy behind what we believe this Valley defense is trying to do here. But still, it's not going to make Granville change their plans on offense. That's been working all night so far. Second and four from the Valley 15, long in the gun. Kirby comes to his left side and will get the handoff and plows forward for about two yards. So you're looking at about a third and four here coming up for the Blue Aces. Yeah, big third down coming up, and this is exactly the situation that this Valley defense is trying to force here is, you know, send the field goal unit back out here on the field. Probably a passing situation here for the Blue Aces, but we've seen Long keep it. Um, picking up a previous third down conversion with a similar length um, just a few plays ago. So third and four from the Panther 13. Valley leads this one 10-6 here in the second quarter with 10-15 to go. Long to throw. Fires. Catch made. Of course, who's he going to? His main man, Dante Verasso, at the 10-yard line. They're going to give him enough. Or are they going to say, yep, maybe? Oh, no. <laughs> well, well, they have it right there at the sticks, and I think the official said first and goal. Okay. He does. All right. First and goal. So give him four yards on the pass play. First and goal at the nine. Full house backfield. 
Here's Kirby off the right side. Breaks one tackle, and he takes it in for a Granville touchdown. Kyle Kirby, nine yards out. Well, initially, you know, send the full house formation out there at about the nine-yard line. You're like, well, they're probably only going to try to get, you know, two, three yards here set up second and goal here. But when you got a guy like Kyle Kirby, he's capable of breaking multiple tackles like we saw. Um, he, I mean, initially it looked like he was only going to pick up three, four yards. But it is hard to tackle that guy in the open field. As it looks like we're going to get a timeout here. Yeah, it looks like a timeout on the extra points, right? Huh. Maybe they were wary of the fake. Yeah, and, but it looked like Music was setting up for the extra point. So that was a 10-play, 80-yard drive, capped off by the 9-yard touchdown run by Kyle Kirby, making the score Granville 12 and looking Valley 10. I don't know. You might have went out on a limb making Kirby one of your impact players. <laughs> He is doing it all tonight offensively. Yeah. He, and, of course, making some tackles on the defensive side. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, too, we were saying, you know, this guy's just a sophomore. We're both really excited to see where he'll be at at this point next year and even the year after. Yeah, we both think that this guy can do some really special things, especially at the next level. But, yeah, his, his size um, is just so much to deal with at this level. I think for the Panthers, you know, whenever he does get the ball or – you know, uh, gets a handoff or catches a ball. If you're the first guy to him, the the main uh, priority is just try to slow him down. You know, just maybe just stand him up and just uh, wait for some other, you know, some reinforcements to come in, help you bring him down because it is going to be very hard to bring him down the open field. Musak for the extra point on the way, and it is up and good. 9.50 remains second quarter. 13-10, Granville leads it. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on K98.7. For every stage of a woman's life, Knox Community Hospital offers advanced, personalized women's health care. From 3D mammograms, cervical biopsies, and minimally invasive surgery, to treatments for infertility, bone loss, incontinence, endometriosis, and more. Our women's health specialists encourage you to share in decisions about your health and offer the one-on-one education you need to thrive. At Knox Community Hospital, we're elevating care. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com roundup. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center by Kate 98.7. 13 10 Granville Legion, and the Blue Aces will be kicking it off. And as a par for the course, touchback Valley will get it at the 20 yard line, which they have started their three previous drives. Two of those threes with scoring opportunities that were. I guess you could say beneficial, a three, uh, a three-point field goal, and then the 80-yard touchdown run by Hayden Rogers. So they'll see what they can do now on this back-and-forth first half. The Blue Aces retaking the lead now, 13 to 10. 
So Rodgers with Marcus behind him on first and ten. Phelps comes in motion. Here's the handoff to Marcus on the left side. Big hole. Gets across the 30-yard line. Should be enough for a Panther first down. Yeah, that's a good start to this drive after falling behind once again in this game. Is Nice give to Marcus for about 10, 11 yards. And that's why I feel like uh, the Panthers just need to continue to do. As long as Marcus is having success, keep feeding him the ball. He's been an absolute beast all season long coming into the game with 884 yards. First and 10 Valley at their 31-yard line. Rodgers to throw. He will roll right. Still has it. Looking, looking. Flagged on the play. Rodgers does keep it. Gets across the 40 to the 45, but this one's probably coming back for a hold on the Valley offense. Good for the infraction, and that's what it is. After tonight's game, get all the scores on the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show. Join Mark Bruce and Lee Waller from 9 to 11 on T100. So, opportunity to have first and 10 from about midfield. Instead, Valley will be pushed back first penalty of the game, and it will be first and 20. Yeah, that's uh, that's holdings are really big penalties, often drive killers, and going up against this Granville defense too. You don't want to make things harder than they need to be here, but I mean, for but for the most part, the Panthers have been able to kind of figure out this Blue Aces defense at least in that first quarter. First and twenty, Rogers goes back. It's a quarterback keep and a good run. Thirty up to the thirty-five to the thirty-six yard line, and right now. On the Granville sideline, Kyle Kirby taking a breather, and he's being looked at a little bit. Limped off, and they're looking at his leg right now. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, that would be a huge loss if he's not able to come back in this game. But, yeah, he's on the bench looking at uh, getting some attention from the trainer right now. But Hayden Rogers taking advantage of Kirby's absence. Another nice run, quarterback keep. He got 14 yards there, making it second and six. And here comes the end around to Walker. He's at the 35, 40, 45 midfield, and he turns on the afterburners. He may take it for a touchdown. It is pay dirt for Licking Valley on a 65-yard touchdown run. And I don't want to say too much, but you had Kirby, one of your linebackers, sitting over here, Garrett, and that was right up the gut. Yeah, the end around, it doesn't work all the time, but right there, it caught that Blue Aces defense off guard. And once again, just a huge play. Wow. 50-plus yards given up once again by this Blue Aces defense. And, yeah, I mean, this has easily been the worst that this defense or just the most, you know, these big explosive plays that this defense has given up. And we're not even, you know, through halfway through the second quarter yet. Wheeler on for the extra point. Snap down, kick on the way, and it is right through. 8-19 remains in this second quarter. 17-13. Licking Valley retakes the lead. Cam Walker, monster game last week against Wheeling Lindsley with a couple of touchdowns and also had a couple of interceptions. He had an injury earlier in the year. He is back at full strength, and he shows it with that end around, which usually you see go out more to the sidelines, but he saw the green grass in front of him in the middle, and he just turned it on, 
and outran the Granville defense, which you don't do. No. Uh, already given up 17 points and... Uh, little stat here that is probably going to get broken one way or the other here tonight. Uh, so Valley hasn't scored less than 21 points since going on this six-game winning streak. And Granville has only given up 21-plus this season. And that was to Heath. They gave up 33. So one way or the other, one of those stats is going to be broken. Either with Granville giving up more or... Uh, I assume Granville's going to be giving up more than 21 in this game so far, unless their defense just clamps down. But this Panther defense, I mean, it's they've made it look easy. These huge explosive plays is very uncharacteristic. Kickoff does not go into the end zone, but the return does not reach the 20-yard line. So Granville will have it first and 10 at their 15 with 8-14 remaining in this third quarter. And the Panthers lead at 17-13. to 13. And I go back to, you, you just feel like everyone talks about the West home games, deservedly so, but what they did on the road at Watkins, I just think has just boosted their confidence coming in here tonight to a very hostile environment. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we did that game, and for the most part, they were trailing the entire game, but that last drive... Um, where they were to drive down the field, helped out a little bit by some penalties, but to eventually you know, get you know get the go-ahead touchdown with barely any time left on the clock in a hostile environment, which they're trying to do here once again tonight, it only helps their case. Miscommunication that time between Long and Colbert falls incomplete, second down and ten. And this this is a gut check for Granville. They've had back-to-back easy wins over Lyndon McKinley and Zanesville, 41 and 43 zip respectively. So. They knew it was going to be a much tougher challenge tonight, and not saying they haven't played very well. It's just they've been matched toe to toe for the first time since that Heath game, really. Yeah, they, yeah. Since that, that Heath game was probably their hardest game so far on the season. Looking at their schedule, yeah, they haven't played uh, you know too much competition, especially since Heath. So, and you know, on the flip side, looking Valley's schedule's gotten really tough. Long will keep it on second and ten, and. Puts his head down and a good positive pickup of about five yards. I don't believe that I see Kirby back out there. I'm not sure if he's in the tent or not, but he's not been out on this offensive plan. Do you see him now? Yeah, I think he's out there for this third down. Looks like he is maybe in the slot formation. He's still kind of limping, but he is out there which is a good sign for the Granville faithful on this third and a long four. Down to nine seconds on the play clock. Beckett gets his offense set. Here's the snap. Quick pass, catch made, and it's Dante Barrasso one more time. One more time, a first down. Well, I was was just going to say, you know, if Kirby... You know, need some time off. You know, need to take a possession off or whatnot. You still got Dante Verasso, and he has made his presence known in this game. Hasn't you know had a huge play yet so far, but just lots of really good receptions for you know, you know, 10, 11 yards. You know, coming up that time too with a big third down conversion. So at the 27, first and 10, Granville. 
Long sends Jaeger in motion. He will go back. He is looking deep, and Long, and he's got Jaeger at midfield, and he makes the catch. Here he goes. No one is going to catch him. It's another house call for Granville. Touchdown, Blue Aces. You having fun, partner? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's big play after big play. I just, I'm shocked. I'm stunned right now that both these defenses continue to allow this because I keep thinking, all right, this is the possession, you know, maybe the game's going to settle down a little bit. These defenses are going to settle in, you know, and start, you know, kind of doing what they've been doing all season, limiting teams to, you know, just very limited points. But it's just been quite the opposite. That time it was just the... You know, vertical route to Jaeger, beat his man, great throw by Long, pretty much getting him in stride, then the two Licking Valley defenders collided into each other, which left no one left uh, to, to catch Jaeger on that uh, reception. So a four-play, 80-yard drive, and a bulk of it coming on a 73-yard touchdown pass. I should check that. That's an 85-yard drive as Lawn to Jaeger and the extra point by Music, 20-17 to 17 with 6.45 remaining before halftime. High school football game of the week brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems here on K98.7. Nobody in this crowd, which is a great crowd tonight mm-hmm. on both sides, senior night here at Granville, but we also know the folks from Hanover travel all the time with their Panthers. Both sides are filled up, but I would be hard-pressed that 10% thought it would be 20-17 to 17 before halftime. Uh, if I, I would have said that would have been the final score, 20-17. to 17. That's what I was thinking. I thought we were going to I did not think either of these teams were going to be cracking 30 points tonight, but it, we may very well. Somebody may crack 30 before halftime the way this game's been going. I mean, and there's only been one. I mean, there was a missed field goal by Granville, and then that next possession, there was the three and out by Valley. But other than that, no stop. Just one stop really by both of these defenses so far tonight. And just huge plays. Mm-hmm. You got a 73-yard bomb there and a 46-yard run by Beckett Lawn on Granville's side. 80-yard touchdown by Hayden Rogers. 65-yard run by Cam Walker. Up and down the field we go. It's Valley's turn. And from their 20, Marcus carries it for about one or two yards. Now, I know while both coaches are pleased, I've got to think Coach Boffin would love to have a six-minute drive right <laughs> at this point that's what it seems like i mean obviously to whatever defense can you know figure it out and put together a string of stops first i feel like can win too but you know maybe like you said putting together a long drive that results in some points rogers to throw on second eight and he is looking long and he's got a man open just off the hands incomplete he was looking for Evan Lohr right there. That was an outstanding throw by Rodgers. Yeah, if you're Lohr, you gotta got to come up with that one. Yeah, Rodgers, that may have been the best ball I've seen him throw uh, in all the games that I've seen him play. Um, it's a shame that that one wasn't able to be uh, completed, but it, it looked like that, that may have been. I mean, if he caught that, probably another touchdown. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's now third and eight from the 22-yard line. And you know Valley does not want to see Granville's offense again so quickly. But 
If they don't pick up the first down here, that's what they might see. Third and eight at their 22-yard line. Rodgers has two wideouts split to each side. Marcus back there with him. He's back to throw. He's got pressure. Looking, looking, trying to find somebody open, firing. And what a job by Jacob Wheeler to come back and help his quarterback. And he makes the catch at about the 37. That is a tremendous effort by Jacob Wheeler. Yeah, it seems like that play was blown up. Rodgers was just scrambling around trying to buy time. Wheeler here on the near side initially just seemed like he just had a straight vert route. Saw Rodgers was in trouble. Came back to the football and picked up a big third down conversion that time for Licking Valley. We don't know how this is going to play out, but I might put a star by that one Hmm. just to prevent a three and out. And Wheeler can't say enough about what he did to help his quarterback right there. Rodgers will throw on first and ten, lobs it out, and the catch made by Wheeler once again. He'll be knocked out of bounds very close to the first down marker, maybe a yard shy of it, second and one. Yeah, Wheeler's been the favorite target here so far tonight, and he has made a big impact so far, picking up about nine yards on that reception now, so sets up second and short, and this is a really perfect opportunity to see if you maybe take a deep shot, maybe get another huge, you know, 50-plus yard play for a touchdown here. Second and one, Rodgers in the gun. Phelps comes in motion. He'll hand it off to Marcus, and he will get the first down right to midfield. So the drive will continue with five minutes and five seconds. 20 to 17, Granville leading Licking Valley. They actually will mark it on the... Granville side of the 50 at the 49, so give him about five yards on that pickup. And Valley looking to potentially retake the lead. Rogers, here's the end around, and this time it is snuffed out by the Granville defense back to midfield, a loss of one on the play. Yeah, we'll not fool that. Granville defense the second time. We saw the previous end around go for a huge gain in a touchdown that previous drive. Looking Valley tried to go back to it, expecting a similar result, but that time Granville sniffed that one out, and now it's a loss of one. So second down and 11. See what Valley decides to do here. They will throw. Rodgers, pretty good protection. He is looking long for Phelps. Ball in the air and knocked away by Beckett Long. So the quarterback doing it on both sides of the ball right there. Incomplete and it's third down. But Valley is looking to just take opportunity after opportunity deep here. Yeah, I love the play calling and I love what I'm seeing too from Valley. You know, they're not content. They are, you know, still taking shots. Second and long. I mean, that was a touchdown-saving play that time by Beckett Long on the defensive side of the ball, um, being able to knock that one away because that would have either set up, you know, first and ten inside the red zone or a touchdown. Third and 11. Here comes a blitz. It is picked up. It's a screen to Marcus at midfield, 45-40. And depending on the spot, it's inside the 40. To me, it looks like enough for the first down, but we'll wait and see. That's the first down, according to the chains. They're looking at each other. And it's ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a measurement. Wow. Can Is you this believe? the first one all year? I think it might be. 
Yeah, but it's an important one. Gets a thin sheet of paper out here. <laughs> it's going to be close. now. To me, it looks like a first down because the chains are at, at, is at the 41 and the ball's spot at the 41. They stop the clock with three minutes and 50 seconds. And we'll wait for the chain gang to come over here. If it is short, you know Valley's going for it. Yep. Guaranteed. So good call on the aggressive defense of the Blue Aces, the screen to Marcus. They needed 11. They either got 11 or 10 and a half. We'll see what they do here on the measurements. They stretch it out. And it is eventually going to be called... It is your paper thin. <laughs> they are looking very close at it. What's the signal, guys? <laughs> they didn't give one, but it looks like it was inches short. Initially, I don't know. Oh, they're going to remeasure. <laughs> so they move it to the right hash, and now they bring it out again. And, yep, it is just short of a first down. So it is fourth. They officially would say yard, but it's not even close to that. Yeah, it's maybe four inches. Yeah, inches here. So, you, I mean, to me, you just give this one up to Marcus and trust your offensive line that's been dominant all night long. But, you know, nowadays, lots of teams and coaches like going with the tush push in this yes. situation. Um Boy, action, I don't see like Coach Boffman doing <laughs> yeah. Now, this could be my matchup, though. Marcus versus Kirby on this fourth and short. We'll see. Valley's at the line. It'll be Rogers keeping it, and he will get the first down and breaks a tackle and gets inside the 35. So, no problem there for the first down for Licking Valley. Let's pause for station identification. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. First and ten, Looking Valley at Granville's 32-yard line with three minutes and 20 seconds to go in this second quarter. 20-17, to 17, Granville leads it. Rogers to throw. He is looking deep, and he's got a man wide open, and it is Wheeler inside the 10-yard line. Oh, those two are hooking up big time on this drive, as they did in the opening drive with the 57-yard connection. And here comes Valley knocking on the door, Garrett. Yeah, Wheeler just wide open. Somebody missed their assignment on that play for the Blue Aces defense, which has kind of been the theme of the night, I think, for uh, not only Granville, but looking <laughs> Valley defense as well. Yeah, Wheeler has been the main man all night. First and goal at the six. Marcus will keep it and will get to maybe the five-yard line. Well, we said Coach Boffin wanted a drive here. He's getting it under three minutes to go, but we know Granville's offense will look to strike, and they get the ball after halftime. So the next couple minutes here are really big for both teams. Actually, they're going to say back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Second and goal at the six. Two minutes and 40 seconds remain. Marcus on Rogers' right shoulder on the second and goal. And the ball is down on the ground. Looks like Rogers was not ready for the snap. And he will fall on it back to the nine-yard line. So now it's third and goal. And it would not surprise me if Valley may call a timeout here on this important third down play. 
Yeah, this uh, what looked like what initially first and goal from about the six yard line. Now no gain on that first down play. Then a miscommunication there on the snap. First and goal, or it's third and goal from the 14. And I think you're right. You're gonna get a timeout called here by Valley, and they're gonna talk this one over because this is big. I mean, at this point in the game, but uh. Uh, it seems like these teams are going to be going blow for blow with a touchdown. So if you're able to get off the field with a, a field goal, that's a win. Yep. So, yep. yeah. And depending on what you do here, you're going to leave Granville some time, and they have all three of their timeouts. Mm-hmm. So two minutes, six seconds remain before halftime, and it is 20-17, to 17, Granville leading Licking Valley. Valley went up 3 nothing, and then back and forth we've gone <laughs> ever since that. Touchdown v. Touchdown. And it's third and goal for Valley, but it's at the 14-yard line after a no-yard pickup by Marcus on first down and then a ill-advised fumble on the snap. So we'll see what they decide to do here. They're lining up four wideouts, including Marcus, on the near side on this third and goal. Rodgers is looking that way. Fires and threw about, I don't know, four pair of hands. It does fall incomplete, but a couple of Valley players had a shot at it. A couple of Granville players had a shot at it. And this game means so much. Dante Verasso now is out there on defense as well. Uh-huh. So it's this game means so much to both of these teams, these players, these programs. And if you're going to have the chance to play, you're going to play. So it is incomplete, fourth and goal. So here's Wheeler to attempt a field goal of 30 yards to try and tie this ball game up with two minutes and two seconds to go in the second quarter. Snap down, kick on the way, and it is good. So Wheeler, two for two tonight, and we've seen him kind of be up and down a little bit this year, but he is on his game tonight, kicking and receiving, Garrett. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, on that third down conversion, draw up a play for Wheeler there. Um, I'm not sure maybe what the design was. If they, It looked like maybe initially, you know, since Marcus was, you know, set up, about a yard behind those three receivers on the near side that they're maybe just going to give it out like wide receiver screenplay to him but it looked like maybe it's they're trying to trying to find one of his other receivers for a slant but it falls incomplete but 20 to 20 here granville two minute drill three timeouts we'll see if they can double dip for halftime that's plenty of time for this offense mm-hmm. This You're listening to the high school football high game of the week on WCLT. Granville unbeaten after eight games. Licking Valley six and two, but they've won six straight already, eclipsing their one loss total of last year at five. Looking to pull another upset on the road in the league, but Granville has a lot to say about that. And the Kick is returned by Verasso, I believe, across the 25 to the 26-yard line. That was right at the goal line. I'm kind of surprised that it was not ruled a touchback. But it will be Granville ball at the 26-yard line with a minute 51 to go. And you don't have to throw it here on first down. 
Nope. Yeah, you're able to hold on to all your timeouts in that first half up until this point, exactly for this situation right here. Um, you got three timeouts to work with, so plenty of time. And, I mean, I'm sure you'd love to get in the end zone here, but you don't necessarily need to. They do receive the second half kickoff, and you got a great field goal kicker. So just try to get this one into field goal range for Granville. And Lawn will keep it on the first down carry, and we'll get across the 30 to about the 31-yard line. And they will move quickly up to the line and get ready for this second down and six. Barrasso and Kirby come out here wide on the near side. Lawn is looking that way. Pass across the middle. Catch made by Yeager, but he is drilled by Walker after a two-yard pickup. So it's quickly third down. Yeah, and that was a great tackle there in the open field. Now it's third down. Maybe not a lo- too much of a rush here in case you don't pick this up. Lawn to throw. And he is looking for you-know-who. It's Verasso, and he catches everything when it's needed. On a third down, he gets the pick up to midfield. Oh, he is just clutch. Yeah, that's at least his second third down conversion. They're going quick. And Long will keep it into Valley territory to about the 47-yard line. Under a minute, still all three timeouts. Second down and seven. Long to throw. Fires. Catch made by Barrasso. <laughs> and it will be enough for a first down to the 39. So the Granville offense showing its quick strike capabilities going right down the field here. 45 seconds remain. Long to throw. Plenty of time. Looking long. And looks like we've got a flight, or did he catch it? No, he did not catch it. So it is going to be in the flag, right? Yep, there's two of them thrown down there. <laughs> they uh, just tackled Verasso that time <laughs> before... Uh, Got to do something. I don't even think the pass was to him or meant for him, but... Uh, yeah, they just got to... He's burned him too much this drive, and in this game, I don't blame him. And that's when, too, maybe, you know, Looking Valley wishes they have a timeout just to take a breather here because if, I kind of feel like their team's getting a little winded on this drive, and that's why the Blue Aces are holding on to those timeouts and just trying to hurry, hurry up, not allowing Valley to substitute and just continuing to wear down that team because it seems like the Panthers right now are gassed on defense. So the pass interference will put it at the 25. Here's the handoff to Kirby. Hit at the line of scrimmage, but just goes forward all the way down to the 17-yard line. Eight-yard pickup, and I think they will use a timeout here with 33 seconds remaining. So with the timeout here, let's go ahead and pause for station identification on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. 33 seconds remain in the second quarter. We are tied at 20, Licking Valley and Granville. But the Blue Aces are on the march at the Panthers' 17-yard line. Looking to take the lead before the break here. Going a timeout on a second down and two. They have two timeouts remaining. And, I mean, down here, I think it's either the Kirby or Verasso show. Yep. 
Or you could have Beckham Jaeger. run it, too. Yeah, I mean, or Jaeger. Jaeger's been yep. playing really good tonight so far, and he, I think that's somebody that this Panther defense is kind of letting them slip in the back of their mind just because you got Verasso and Kirby out there. So um, I, mean, I expect the ball to go in a, one of those guys' hands here on this play, or maybe just a quarterback keep here in a situation with Long because he's been running the football really well so far tonight. Well, how about this? you got Verasso, Kirby, and Jaeger together, and it's a screen now. Verasso will look to throw, and he's got a man wide open and waiting for the signal. They're going to say at the one-yard line. Wow. What a play call. And they are getting to the line of scrimmage, ready to snap it. See if Long just keeps this. And he is hit behind the line of scrimmage. Valley was right there, and they stop it. Good job by the Valley defense. So, Verasso with the backwards pass and then hit, I believe, checking to see who that might have been. I think it was Culver on the far end, stopped just shy of the goal line. But then the quarterback, Keats, does not work for Beckett Lawn, so timeout Granville with 19 seconds to go at the one-yard line, second and goal. Great trick play. I love that. Yeah. It looked like a wide receiver screen, and it was set up that way, too, which is um, I feel why it fooled um, Looking Valley so well. Brasso got it. Everybody converged on him. And it was coming to Verasso, who somebody who has been hauling in passes all night long. So the defense was completely sold out on him. He lines back, throws it. Pretty decent throw. If he was able to lead his receiver a little bit more, he would have been able to get in for the touchdown. We'll see how pivotal that is here on this second down and goal play with 19 seconds. But he still got one timeout, so you can still run it here. And if you don't get it, you can maybe try to hurry up back up to the line and go for it one more time. But... um. This is where that Valley defense is going to try to make a stand here and try to hold Granville to three, maybe possibly zero if things go really bad for him here just with clock management. We are ready for play. Second and goal from the one. Split backs with Lawn, including Kirby on the left side. And now we've got officials stopping play. And Valley will use their third timeout. Well, I I, guess, I think I, I thought they used them all, but uh, yeah, I guess they go Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. How many times do I have to tell you? I don't want to say for certain, but uh, yeah, timeout that time from Valley, I'm sure they're just I mean, here it's tricky for uh, the Blue Aces because you only got 19 seconds. You only have one timeout. But you would like, if you don't get it here, you'd like to be able to run at least one more play here, try to get in the end zone. So you could try to throw it um, just so you can guarantee yourself that third down play, and then that time you can uh, you know, do your you know, signature run up the middle or whatnot, try to get it in that time. So maybe that's maybe uh, what the timeout was for, saying, all right, guys, they may not run it here. Let's just, you know, don't be shocked if they, you know, maybe try to throw this one out here to Verasso on the near side. Well, he's got single coverage by his lonesome out here. you got Kirby and Music in the backfield with Lawn. And the ball is fumbled back at the 10-yard line, and Lawn is just able to get it. Now they're looking to spike it down to 12 seconds, 11. Timeout. And let's see, they're trying to hold on to their timeout here. And he will spike it with four seconds remaining. 
It just looked like maybe Beckett was looking to take off before he got the ball on the snap. And he kicked it around a little bit. It went back to the 10-yard line. But instead of being able to get a touchdown on the board, they will now settle for the field goal attempt by Muzak, who has missed one tonight. This one will be from 27 yards. Here's the snap. Kick is partially blocked. And it did not make it. And that's the way this half will end. Wow. Well, I tell you, both teams are laying it on the line, and I guess it's fitting that we are deadlocked at 20 here at Walter J. Hodges Stadium in Granville, the Blue Aces and the Panthers. 20 to 20. We'll recap this first half after this timeout. You've been listening to a wonderful first half high school football game of the week here on Kate 98.7. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models with rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the Toy Store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Lancaster campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Lancaster. With power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forge work. Up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, all-day comfort. And your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission. And rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your hometown Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case ninety eight point seven. Welcome back to Granville, and it's a dandy for first place in the LCL Buckeye right now. The Blue Aces tied with the Licking Valley Panthers at twenty. Licking Valley got the scoring off first on a field goal by Jacob Wheeler. Granville wasted no time getting back into it on a 46-yard touchdown run by Beckett Lawn. That made it 6-3, and off to the races. Then we went for the remainder of this first half. 80-yard touchdown run by Hayden Rogers put Valley back on top. 
10 to 6. Back comes Granville with a touchdown of their own, 13 to 10, 17 13, 20 17, and then the remainder of the half got very interesting as Valley goes down, gets a first and goal from the six, but they had a no gain run by Trent Marcus, then a fumbled snap, which we'll talk about here in a second for Grantville as well. They had to settle for a field goal. That tied it at 20. Granville goes right down the field. Gets a pass from Dante Verasso to Culver, setting up a first and goal at the one. They have a quarterback sneak for no loss, and then they have a quarterback fumble on the shotgun snap. They needed to settle for a field goal attempt that was blocked. So here we are, Garrett, 20 to 20. Yeah, the offenses definitely came to play tonight for both these teams. This was not the. We knew it was going to be close. We knew this was going to be a great game, but this is not the type of game that we both thought was going to have. We thought it was going to be very you know, defensive, uh, heavy, low scoring, maybe 7 7, 10 10 at halftime. I'd say that would be my prediction at the half, not this. But um, so far, special teams is what's separating these teams. Uh, two field goals made by the Panthers and two field goals missed by the Blue Aces. So um, that's what's been the main story, I'd say, you know, so far. That's why this game's tied up. Um, but that last drive for Granville, you just, it, it really, to me, I felt the momentum shift right before halftime. Uh, yeah, that great trick play by, uh, you know, uh, the Verasso uh, throw. It was marked at the one, right? Uh, quarterback sneak, no good. And then that quarterback, you know, and then Long just, you know, mishandled the snap. And then the field goal was blocked or was tipped. Didn't have enough leg after, you know, the deflection to get through the upright, but that last drive, it went from, it felt like a foregone conclusion, Granville was going to be up 27-20 to 20 at halftime, and then, oh, well, they're going to be up 23-20, and then it's still tied. So it just feels like right now, all the momentum is with the Panthers, and their offense, I mean, it it's looked outstanding so far. Both these offenses have looked outstanding, and like I said, the only time that Granville hasn't scored. Granville hasn't had to punt yet. The only time that they haven't scored have been missed field goals. Valley's punted once, so not a lot of work from the punters um, in this game. So I feel like to me it's, you know, which defense is able to string together a couple of stops together. And really, by a couple, I just mean like two. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like that's going to separate this game um, is just one or two uh, stops by those defenses. Um, Granville gets the ball to start the second half. It will be very interesting to see how they come out because, you know, you just kind of got the wind taken out of your sails there right before halftime. You thought, all right, we're hitting that. We're hitting on all uh, cylinders here. Great trick play. We're at the one. We should be good to go to at least put three points on the board. And I'm sure they're let down. And um, in, in the other locker room, like, you're happy to be tied, you know, because you thought you were going to be giving up a touch and right, um, or even a field goal right before halftime. So be interesting to see, you know, how both these teams come out, um, if that Granville offense is able to keep things going on offense or if that Valley defense, you know, carries that momentum out of the locker room here and puts a stop, trying to finally put a stop and force the first punt out of the Blue Aces offense. It just, it's interesting because it could have been a two-score game depending on what Granville does here to start this third quarter but in fact that we are even Steven at 20 apiece I, I will say this and 
disagree with me if you want. I think Granville can play a little bit better. I think Licking Valley's playing uh, at least offensively as well as it can. So mm-hmm. if I would take that and just say, if I was Coach Schrader, guys, we know we've got better football left in us. We may, we may have taken the best punch that Valley can get us. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I think I think both these offenses have played as good as they can play in that first half. Um, I think that Granville defense definitely, this is probably their worst first half that they played all season long. So uh, I agree with you there that Granville definitely, that defense is played has played a lot worse than what we're used to seeing all season long and even in that game against FIFA they gave up 33 I'd say this is probably their for their worst half of football that that defense has given up so um yeah I think I mean really everything did go right for Valley in that first half um just that one punt um, but other than that they were able to score on every single drive they got two missed field goals they were able to block the second one um they had huge plays through the air it, but um, I think the as offenses go, it's hard for I think either of those teams to really top that performance. But as defenses um, are concerned, I feel like both defenses de- both defenses can definitely play better. But just with what we've seen so far this season, what really jumps out is just that 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 Blue Aces defense. You know how will they come out? And if if they can, you know. Resemble what they've done in those these previous eight games. That will definitely give them a way better chance um, of closing this one out. Twenty to twenty, our halftime score between Granville and Licking Valley. Our halftime continues now with Skip Mozix tonight in high school football from the Ohio News Network. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. The best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in high school football is presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight in high school football's halftime reports. As we look ahead to next week's season finales, there are some great Week 10 rivalry games all across Ohio. This evening we'll highlight a special one that occurs each year in Knox County with the annual Devil Dog Game. Tyler Mathias from our Mount Vernon affiliate will join us to talk a little bit about it next on the Ohio News Network. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. 
Carpenters Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenters Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Hi, this is Adam Reed with the Licking County Veteran Service Commission. Did you serve in the U.S. military? If so, please contact our office. We can provide information and assist you with filing for local, state, and federal veterans' benefits, including compensation, non-service-related disability pensions, surviving spouse benefits, health care enrollment, education, emergency financial assistance, and much more. Call 740-670-5430 to schedule an appointment. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate ninety eight point seven. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Bex Hybrids at Bex. They are and will remain farmers at heart. Said, welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your Week Nine game, and as we prepare for next week's regular season finales, there are some great and long-standing rivalry and trophy games all around Ohio. And while they're all special, we wanted to highlight one of them that occurs each year in Knox County. It's the annual Devil Dog game between Danville and East Knox. We're joined for a few minutes by Tyler Mathias from our affiliate in Mount Vernon to talk a little bit about it. And Tyler, what's next week like leading up to this football game? I'll tell you what, they have a bonfire, and I guess they're going to have like a cookout out at the park and things like that. So there's a lot going on. I know we're going to have the teams down on Monday uh, for our Monday night sports talk show. We're going to have some fun with them and talk about the rivalry. But what people don't understand is Danville and East Knox are only seven miles apart they're so close to each other and sometimes you're playing against your own family members depending on you know where they're living in the district so it is an exciting time leading up to it and uh, obviously there's a lot going to be on the line uh, next week as well and while danville holds a big edge in this series they say throw the records out in games like this how often does the underdog either win or at the very least play their best game of the season in this matchup I'll tell you what, it was interesting a couple of years ago, they played to a 7-6 to six game, and I mean, they've been playing this since 1960. It's been played for a long time, but uh, Danville has had the, the edge for a while. I mean, they went, they at one point won 18 of 19 of these games. And so, for the most part, when you go into it, the team that's favored is the team that wins, but it ends up being a lot closer than you expect sometimes, and really it depends on the conditions, too, because the weather can play a factor in different things, but a lot of times that team that goes into it uh, with a better record, they come out with a victory. Danville is unbeaten going into tonight's game, a solid number two in Division Seven, Region 25. How good are they? I'll tell you what, in the, in the um, spring, I guess it was, I actually had the running back at Danville out at my house to landscape uh, my home. So at the time, his family was moving, and he had gone to East Knox, and then he ended up, cold a lot, or ended up at Danville, and he's had an excellent season. The Danville Blue Devils, you know, you know, more than likely going to be undefeated going into the ballgame. And the East Knox Bulldogs, people don't understand, they have had a brutal schedule at the beginning of the year and played some really good teams, but they are um, at a situation where they only have the one loss in conference to Northmore, and so it could be, become a huge matchup next week. You know, East Knox ends up knocking off Loudonville, then it ends up setting up a, a situation where East Knox could actually gain a tie 
in the conference. So it's going to be a big matchup uh, next week. And besides that, Tyler, speaking of East Knox, they control their own destiny as far as the postseason. And more than anything, just a nice rebound from a season ago, no? Yeah, they have a, a – Blake Elliott has been really good at running back for them, a team that's uh, – you know, look, they had to adjust a little bit because they had such a great senior class. Cody Reese was there. I know you've interviewed Cody a number of times. And he was there, and they had a, a great senior class. And then it's almost like, okay, somebody else has to step up, almost like a deer in a headlight type thing last year. And it seems like they put it all together with Andy Beatty this year. Blake Elliott's been great, has nearly 1,000 yards rushing for them. And uh, you talk about the ground game, you got two guys that are going to have over 1,000 yards rushing uh, going into that ball game. It's, it's going to be impressive for them. So, uh, you know, that turnaround for East Knox, it, it's a situation where they, they had to understand a little bit more about Friday Night Lights, and uh, they're doing that and uh, could make up uh, for a great matchup next week. Well, Tyler, really quickly about a couple of your other area teams. Mount Vernon's 2-6. and six. They're going to need to win, obviously, and get some help. Uh, Centerburg goes 4-4, four and four, as is Highland. Fredericktown, same region there, 3-5. and five. They need to win. But my question is, how much do schools like that embrace the expanded playoffs with the opportunity now to make it to Week 11? I've asked a lot of questions about the expanded playoffs, and people got to know my thoughts on it, Skip, uh, with, with with everything. But I'll tell you what, when you know that you are still in it at this part of the year, because a lot of the times, like Centerburg, they wouldn't really be in it if it was a, a regular year, and now they've got something to play for. And so, and then the Highland Scots, the Highland, uh, they've got Dane Nauman. I'm sure you've heard about Dane Nauman. Mm-hmm. He broke the rushing record for Highland in his junior year. They've had a really tough schedule, but again, opportunities to better your seating opportunities, and uh, certainly uh, great ball games ahead, too. Tyler Mathias from our Mount Vernon affiliate. Tyler, we always love talking high school football with you. Enjoy the Devil Dog game next week, okay? All right, sounds good. Thanks, Skip. And we'll be back on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Ava Angel from Galea Academy High School, for her commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I just love softball because, like, I just get to spend time with all of my friends and make new friends with my travel team and everything and just building new bonds with each other and building a friendship. Ava likes trying new things, like she'll do in a couple of years when she plays softball in college. She also likes expanding her horizons in future farmers of America. They got me into soil judging. So that's just really different for me from like where I'm from, the livestock and equine world. Just soil is just very different. These new skills broaden her ability on the family farm. Honestly, I just love agriculture and like I've always grew up on a farm. The love that the people in this industry have for like their animals, they all just have like a really strong passion for it. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Hi folks, it's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I gotta tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party, so come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. At Lincoln Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Licking County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. 
You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. This is ONN. All right, thanks once again to Tyler Mathias for coming on to tell us about next week's annual Devil Dog Game in Knox County. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from the Ohio News Network. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. The versatile Kubota B-Series is a do-it-all tractor. Run powerful attachments that can be easily switched out. It features a hydrostatic transmission and is simple to maintain. The Kubota B-Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackleford's disposal today, offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text mikesroofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Getting ready to start the third quarter here at Granville. Blue Aces and the Licking Valley Panthers tied at 20. Some other scores of note. Heath looking to stay unbeaten in the LCL Cardinal. At wide field taking on Newark Catholic tonight. 28-14. Bulldogs lead the Green Wave. It was 28-7, but Newark Catholic has scored in the second half. 28-14 the score there. And also Johnstown and Lakewood in LCL Cardinal play. The Johnnies also is trying to stay unbeaten. They lead Lakewood second half 22-20. to Utica trying to clinch a winning season for the first time in about 20 years. Leading Northridge 6-0 in the second half. Watkins has a 20-0 lead over Zanesville in the second half as well. And we'll have... 
Watkins and Granville for you next week here on Kate 98.7 with the pregame at 6.45 and the kickoff at 7 o'clock. And also our Licking County Locker Room show Monday night from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark will feature the Lakewood Lancers. We'll be on with you at 6.30. And another score of note right now, Groveport is taking it to Newark still in the first half. 47 to 12, the Cruisers leading the Wildcats. Newark trying to hold on to a playoff berth. Came in tonight 15th in Division One Region Three. 16 teams get in. So right now in our Licking County area, seven teams are into postseason play. We mentioned that Granville and Licking Valley have clinched. Heath and Watkins Memorial control their own destiny. Utica and Northridge also trying to vie for postseason play as well. So a lot to be decided still over the next couple of weeks. Kind of still early, even though we're in week 9, to see who's in, who's out, and who might be hosting in week 11. But all that will be kind of wrapped up for you in a nice bow that they can with Mark Bruce and Lee Waller tonight on the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show 9-11 to 11, following us right here on the T100 Radio Group. Don't forget to tune over to T100 for the High School Football Scoreboard Show. So, 20-20, to 20, third quarter gets set. Granville gets the ball to start it. And we always talk about this third quarter, the opening drive being yep. crucial. That sure is the case tonight. Yeah, there may not be a uh, more crucial drive that we cover all year than this one here. Um, Granville heading into the uh, heading into halftime, you know, looked like they're going to at least get three points on the board, but instead, unable to get the field goal off cleanly. And it feels like right now the momentum is with Licking Valley. They are. They do have to kick it away here. Uh, they did receive uh, the kickoff to start the game. So this defense has yet to stop this Blue Aces offense. Um, the only time that they did stop them on missed field goal attempts. So this opening drive here by the Blue Aces is really, really big. Are they able to going to be able to reestablish some momentum here on offense, retake the lead? Because if not, if they give the bat- ball back to the Panthers. That is going to be really, really big, and I think it will help the Panthers' chance of winning tremendously. Kickoff goes into the end zone for a touchback, so first and ten, Granville, to start this third quarter. And again, deadlocked at 20. Valley scored on every possession but one when they did have a three and out. And Granville never did punt. They scored on three of their five possessions, but a missed field goal and then a field goal at the end of the first half was partially deflected at the line of scrimmage and fell short. So they really, I don't want to say stopped themselves, but Valley has not stopped them either. So we'll see what happens as we start third quarter action. Long in the gun. He will fire in the catch made by Verasso. And he will get across the 25 to about the 27-yard line. So that pitch and catch continues. And Dante may have a career night in in receptions the way he's going. Yeah, he's going to most likely crack double digits here tonight. But it seems like uh, Licken Valley is continuing to, you know, stay back on defense, giving a lot of cushion to these receivers, not trying to to prevent the big play. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, 
likely going to you know get into the red zone. And they're just going to see if they can limit them. Here's the handoff to... Looks like it was Music. And he will get right at the line of scrimmage, and they will say it's enough for a first down. So Noah gets three yards there. And don't think I didn't forget, Mother Nature, thank you again for another outstanding Friday night weather-wise for high school football. Just a beautiful night here. Obviously the sun is set, but it's still great. Just a little bit of wind starting to pick up now. A little bit more than earlier in the first half. We'll see if that plays a role in this in the second half. Lawn is looking deep for Verasso, and he makes an unbelievable catch. Bouncing off his shoulder pad, he stayed right with it, and a huge pickup almost from the 30 to the 30. Like I said earlier, he's catching everything tonight. Yeah, that one looked like it was going to go fall incomplete at first, kind of bounced off of him. If he was able to haul that one in cleanly, he's probably going for six, but uh, still great concentration, though, you know, not giving up on the play. You know, he fell to the ground and still looked the ball in to complete the reception. 38 yards on that pass play, taking it from the 30 of Granville to the 32 of Valley. Long will keep it on this first and 10. He's at the 30 and will get knocked over at about the 29-yard line. Well, Verasso's a senior, and it's senior night, and there is something <laughs> special sometimes when that happens. And, again, he's not close to 100%, but you could not tell that this evening. Well, Friday the 13th plus senior night may give him some superpowers here is what it's looking like. Oh, yeah, because he is playing outstanding. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that Valley defense trying to hone in on him, you know, make someone else try to beat you. Long looking to throw, and he is firing deep, and the pass is caught by Jaeger inside the five-yard line. Jaeger's had a couple of big pass catches tonight, and that's another one right there, first and goal for Granville. Wow, that was a great throw that time from Long. Initially, I didn't think he was going to Jaeger. First and goal. Here's the handoff. Kirby, touchdown, Granville. Kirby's second touchdown run of the night. This one from two yards out. And so that momentum that we thought Valley had to go into the halftime to start the third quarter has been wiped away by a touchdown drive by the Blue Aces. Yeah, that was a great and just a big drive by that Granville offense that has yet to be stopped so far here tonight. Um, by no means is Valley out of this game. Um, you know, we'll see what they can uh, draw up here on offense. They're only down one possession in a game that, you know, points have been pretty easy to come by. And the extra point is no good. 9-32, third quarter, 26-20. Granville leads it. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week. Kate, 98.7. Is your job going places? Mine is, and I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Lincoln County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Lincoln and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Lincoln County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal opportunity employer. 
Hey, this is Chris from KSEP's Auto Body in Granville and Johnstown. One of the really neat things about our business and about our company is we fix some really cool cars. At KSEP's, electric vehicles are nothing new to us. We've been fixing them for years. We've been Tesla certified for a number of years. And we're Lucid and we're Rivian certified as well. So if you drive an electric car, no worries. There's someone here in Licking County that knows how to fix them. KSEP's Auto Body in Granville, Johnstown, and online at k-seps.com. KSEP's quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Kickoff is actually returned this time by Licking Valley across the 20-yard line. Trent Marcus, who I think will get more involved in the offense in the second half. He does return it to the 22-yard line, first and 10 there. So, six-play, 80-yard drive for Granville, capped off by the two-yard run by Kyle Kirby. Extra point, no good, 26-20. Granville leads it with 9.27 to go in this third quarter. Rodgers, fake, and the pass to Cam Walker, and he dropped it. Yeah, that's that's a big drop right there on first down. You know, what would have been second and five, second and six, or second and four maybe. Um, now still second down and ten, and you don't want to give confidence to this Granville defense because I feel like it's just... It's just that right now. They just need a, you know, one three and out. They get their mojo back a little bit more, and you do not want that the way this Granville offense has been playing. Second and ten from the 22. Rodgers. Here's the handoff to Marcus. He'll take the pile with him almost up to the 30-yard line. They're going to let it just keep going. And he's very close to a first down. In fact, he may see where they... Yep, they're going to mark it. I mean, that play was basically stopped at about the 27. I think he took the pile with him five more yards. Yep, and that's just that Looking Valley offensive line and running back Trent Martins is not giving up. Play until the whistle. I mean, they, I think Granville thought maybe they're going to blow, blow it dead, but Valley kept on churning, and then now they got a new set of downs. From their 32-yard line, first and 10, Rodgers, and he'll hand it off to Marcus. And he'll get a couple of yards up to the 34. High School Football Game of the Week brought to you by Mites Roofing on Kate 98.7. Second and eight now from the Valley 34-yard line. 20th consecutive meeting between these two arch rivals. Valley leads the series 12-7 in those 20 matchups. But Granville has won the last two, including 16-14 at Randy Boffman Stadium last year. Rodgers to throw on second down. Scrambling, and he will now just throw it out of bounds. And a flag comes in. Are they going to call pass interference or defensive holding? Even though that, yeah, it's pass interference. I don't know that that was catchable, Garrett, but that's the call. Yeah, I I probably would have went with defensive holding maybe that time there was clearly some contact there he kind of forced him out of bounds is what it looked like so maybe uh, interference um but probably there was enough there i think that warranted the flag even though you know the ball was not quite catchable which is why you know some of the granville fans weren't weren't quite pleased with that call I think that's the first penalty against granville tonight Mm -hmm. yeah both these teams i believe just have one penalty apiece so at midfield, first and ten, Licking Valley. 
8-18, third quarter. Blue Aces up by six, 26-20. Here's Marches, and he is hit in the backfield and will not get back to the line of scrimmage. And on that pass interference play, not sure if he's a spy or not, but Kirby was watching Rodgers, and if he was going to take off, Kirby was right there. I'd throw the ball away, too. Yeah, that's probably what led his decision to throwing it up rather than trying to run for a few yards. Um, but, yeah, they get it. Smart decision though too to you know try to keep an eye on Rogers since you know he did have that huge run early in the first half. Second and eleven from the Valley forty nine. Rogers a lot of time. Now he'll look to run and he will get back to the line and that's it. So good job by the Granville secondary there and then the front wall came in to knock him back. They'll actually say he will lose a yard there. So third and twelve from their forty eight. Yeah, this is a big third down. I'm not sure this is quite the right field position. You want to go for it, especially if you don't pick up any uh, yards on this third down. If you make, you know, fourth and short, then they're probably going to go for it here on fourth down. But two for six so far tonight are the Panthers on third down. Rodgers to throw. Pressure again. He eludes one man, but not the second. And I believe, sure (laughs) enough, KK, Kyle Kirby getting it done. And I think he is spying him. Yep. I think he has become the spy. So three straight negative or no yard pickup plays for Valley right there, and they will have to punt. Yeah, and Rodgers, yeah, just trying to elude, but just kind of ran to that brick wall. But, yeah, that, that spy that Granville's been doing on defense has been limiting Rodgers. You know, if he does decide to take off and run, um, just limiting that um, extension of the play. Wheeler to punt. And it could be downed inside the five-yard line. I think so. Austin Lord gets down there and dove on it. And great job by Wheeler to hang that ball up. And then it just took a little bit of a sideways bounce enough. Now the referees are going to talk here for a minute. But I I definitely think it's at the two-yard line. Yeah, it's inside two, three-yard line, somewhere in, in there. That's where they're going to mark it. So... You put your defense in as good a position as you can here to try to get a stop um, against this Blue Aces offense that's yet to punt the ball away. But now you you desperately do need a stop here on defense if you're looking Valley. 6-19 remains third quarter, 26-20. Granville leads Licking Valley in this LCL Buckeye tilt. And this is where it's nice when you've got so many weapons when you're backed up. They can do a lot of different things here. Long, he's going right back to throw. And he is looking long for Verasso. Ball there, ball caught. 40, 50, 40, 30, 20. House call. Granville, 98 yards. Boom. (laughs) Oh, man. That's. That's like, if it, that feels like that play was straight out of Madden right there. You got your own two-yard line. You're like, all right, well, no way they're going to take a deep shot here, right? Just try to get a little bit of breathing room. But no, Grasso's been the man all night long. He's in single coverage. Long throws it up. Another, I mean, great pass yeah. to Grasso. I mean, it hits him in stride. That's why, you know, instead of just a 20, 30-yard pickup, he's able to run that one 98 yards all the way for a touchdown. I mean, both of these guys are clicking on all cylinders. And did you see that second burst that Verasso got? 
when he caught it. Here they're going for two. And looking to run it in, but getting just shy. So it will remain 32-20. to 20. And Dante... A little bit shaken up, but I think he's all right. But he caught that ball at about the 40, and then that second burst, I mean, I he's quick, but he knew he was not going to be stopped. 98-yard touchdown pass. We talked about it. They got a lot of options <laughs> even from their two-yard line, but you go to your main man. I mean, we've talked a lot about Kirby, and Beckett Long's having a great night, and that was a great throw, but... Dante's just stepped up his game, plain and simple. He's made huge catches on third down, and we got a long way to go in this ball game. But that felt like that was a dagger right there. Yeah, that was a huge, huge play. They just continue to, I mean, pound this Valley defense. And I mean, if you're you're on that Licking Valley defense, you just you don't feel good about yourself at all right now. You have no confidence. You've given up points on basically every single drive, at least opportunity for points, right? Um, pending, you know, those two missed field goals were the only times they were able to do it, but not even forcing one punt, um, it's got to just get in your head a little bit. Kickoff, and Marcus will take it across the 20, just shy of the 25-yard line with 6.02 remaining third quarter, 32-20. to 20. And maybe the Granville offense said, we're tired of seeing the big plays by Valley's offense. We're going to get some of our own. Well, 98 yards, you can't do much better than that. You can't. And uh, now, yeah, the pressure is really on this Panther offense. You just get the yeah. feeling that you don't, that that Panther defense isn't going to stop Granville. They may get one stop um, all night long, so you need to score here. Rodgers, quick out to Marcus. Looking for some blockers and gets to about the 29-yard line. Yeah, you, you just, when Gransville's offense just gets rolling, it is relentless. And we knew it was going to take some growing pains early when we saw them against Marion Franklin, but Garrett, this is a night and day offense. Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. And it just to how far Beckett Long's come yeah. from that, uh, from week one against Marion Franklin. He It takes guts to throw that ball yeah. to the two-yard line. Oh, yeah. He's made several of those throws here today. Here's Rodgers, a quick out to Lore. Gets to the 30, 35, breaks one tackle, 40, 45, midfield, keeps going. Don't think Valley's going to quit now. Uh-uh. Now, they, they are uh, they're going to continue to pick up yards, and, I mean, yeah, this is a... You need to try to put this one in the end zone just to keep this one within striking range. You know, as long as it's about a one-possession game, um, it's anyone's ball game. Just the way these two offenses have been operating, they're just both so um, quick striking tonight. From midfield, first and ten. Here's Marcus, and he has a nice run of about nine yards down to the 41-yard line. Yeah, and Marcus hasn't had you know one of those explosive plays that. Um, this Valley offense has had tonight, but he's just been really consistent. Whenever they give him the ball, you know, four times out of five, he's turned it into, you know, a five-plus yard uh, pickup. So, I mean, I try to continue to, you know, keep feeding him the rock. You don't need to hit the home run ball on every single possession. Take it one play at a time and just try to get this one in the end zone. Rodgers fakes the pass, now looking, scrambling around, and he will be thrown down at about the... 
42, 41-yard line. So it'll be third down and short here, about third and two. Yeah, a little bit of a trick play that time. Was, I think they were looking for wide receiver screen. Yeah. yeah. That's just it's just a discipline thing right there for uh, Granville. If your guys are running routes and stuff still and not acting like it's a typical screen setup, stick with them. That's what Granville did, and that's why that play didn't work. Huge call here on third and two. Phelps comes in motion. Rogers hands it to Marches first down and gets inside the 40. And yes, you have to score here, and there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But you also want some time for the defense to figure this out and. Because they're going to have to make some adjustments on the fly here. Because Granville is rolling right now, up by 12, 32 to 20, largest lead of the ball game by either team. And Valley trying to get on the board for the first time here in the second half. They are at Granville's 39-yard line, first and 10. Rogers back to throw, pretty good protection this time. Still has it. Now he'll take off. He's at the 35, and Kirby will wrap him up there. Yeah, that, that, um, looking Valley offensive line, you know, despite what other units of the, uh, the ball played tonight, they have played outstanding. Um, they've given him time consistently throughout this one. They've provided nice, um, holes to run through basically every single time they decide to hand the ball off. But those guys up front, I mean, they are winning the battle, um, for Licking Valley. Second down and eight. Rogers to throw again. Again, good good protection. Now it does fall down a little bit, and he will get back to the line of scrimmage, but that is a coverage sack right there. Yeah, at that time they just brought three, kept Kirby as the spy, um, and the protection in the, in the pass rush was able to break through that time. And, you know, when you rush three, you know, those offensive linemen, you know, two of the, you're able to double-team two guys there. So you just need to try to buy as much time for your quarterback. And as Granville, you're just putting a lot of trust in your secondary. And they're getting it done. Third and ten now. Obviously two down territory, down by 12. Rodgers to throw. And it's a screen to Marcus. Makes one man not miss. <laughs> he gets back to the line, and that's it. Yeah, I believe that was Dylan Lane getting the open field tackle that time on the screen. Loss of one, so obviously got to go for it here just the way this game's been going. Um, it doesn't matter where you set up this Granville office. It, it seems like they're going to score, so fourth down and ten. Granville, or uh, the Looking Valley, they're one for one so far in fourth down conversions here tonight. See what they do here. Two wideouts to each side. Rodgers to throw. Scrambling around. Fires. And incomplete. Beckett won again. Defensively knocks it away. Turnover on downs. Licking Valley. Yeah, great play once again. That's the second great play that Long has made on the defensive side of the ball. He broke up. I believe it was a, uh, it's a third down passing play. Um, in the first half, and then that time it was a big fourth down uh, conversion that the Panthers are trying to pick up. So now, I mean, it's a little bit of a panic mode here for the Panthers, especially if you can't stop Granville's offense on this drive. You need to try to at least limit them to a field goal here and make it a 15-point game. Got to keep it two possessions. To make this a three-possession game with only a minute 20 left in the third quarter, 
is really going to hurt your chances of winning this ball game. So Granville takes over just inside their 40. Long will keep it. Gets across the 45 to the 46. And this is what you want to see heading into the postseason, that you can run it, you can throw it, you can have a lot of different guys get involved, and that's what's happening right now. I mean, yeah. everybody's, you know, I guess you could say the running game's been down a little bit because of how much they're using Dante tonight, but still, uh, Long does have a long run, and Kirby's got two touchdown runs, so it's all clicking right now. We're under 43 seconds to go in this third quarter. No rush right now by the Blue Aces up 32-20 to 20 at their 45-yard line. It is second down and five. Long, Dante, catch, first down. That's pretty much been it oh, in this cute. second half. Yep, it's been, it's been them too. Uh, and yeah, that's just how big, you know, Dante Barrasso, you know, he missed the two previous games, wasn't sure if he was going to, you know, even suit up tonight, but he wanted to play, and he has really been a huge factor in this second half, especially um, for this offense. First and 10 at Valley's 47-yard line with 15 seconds to go in this third quarter. Here's Kirby with the handoff up to the 45-yard line, and that will do it for this third quarter. Granville taking control with a couple of touchdowns. They lead it 32-20. to Back for the fourth quarter, you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text mikesroofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Back here to start the fourth quarter at Walter J. Hodges Stadium at Granville High School. Blue Aces leading at 32-20. They face a second and seven from the Panther 44-yard line. And here's the handoff and a big run for Kirby. Inside the 30, inside the 25, first and 10 coming up for Granville. Let's pause for station identification. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT. W254CT Newark. Kate 98.7. Brian Mays, Garrett Wandel. Granville looking to clinch at least a share of the LCL Buckeye, leading Licking Valley 32-20 and going for their ninth victory without a loss. So far in 2023, trying for their second unbeaten regular season in the last three years. 
Handoff to Kirby, and he will get to the 21-yard line, making the state semifinals a couple of years ago. That magical team going 13-1. and And this team, it's a different-looking team, mm-hmm. but, man, I like how they're looking right now going into the postseason. Right, yeah, to me it seems like... So last year's team was very... To me, it feels like a better version of the of the team we saw last year. Really elite defense, um, but the offense seems to just be more explosive. And two, last year they lost Dante Frasso towards the end of the season. I remember we did the Bishop Watterson game, and obviously not having him for that one was a big factor. Here's Long keeping it. He turns to the left side, breaks two tackles. He takes it inside the five yard line, where it will be first and goal. And he brings that that run threat that they really mm-hmm. didn't have last year. I mean, we know what Carson Crouch did a couple of years ago, and he was a great run pass option for the quarterback position. And it seems like, I'm not going to compare them, but Beckett's going in that way. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he looks really good. Uh, yeah, we saw him week one, we keep bringing it up, but it's just, it's a lot of growth from that opening game against Marion Franklin. Just especially, we knew he could run it. We, he ran the ball a lot on that opening game. But just throwing the football, he just looks so much more confident, so much more impo- improved, and just I'm sure just the experience helps him. And he will keep it across the center, and the quarterback sneak from a yard out. Touchdown, Granville. And now they're opening it up as they have scored now 18 straight points. Yep, and that makes it 38 to 20. Some people are trying to mess with me on the scoreboard. I'm too old for that. So we'll see if Noah Music can nail the extra point. And this is big for his confidence right here to hit this, I think. He's not had a good night kicking. We know he can kick. He needs this to go through the uprights. And he just kicked it out of the stadium. So, yeah, he just got some anger done right there. 10.40 remains, fourth quarter. It's now 39-20. Granville leads it. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction job for the customer so you don't have time to do any materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lock quantities. At Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. Solid drive by Granville after forcing the turnover on downs. And they take it in from one yard out. Beckett Lawn, his second touchdown of the night. They now lead 39-20 to with 10-33 remaining in this fourth quarter. Valley has the ball at their 25-yard line. Here's a handoff to Marcus across the 30. And it really is 
interesting to watch this Granville team when you think they've lost momentum the way they're able to get it back because it was 20 to 20 folks at halftime and Valley had everything going their way and Granville has just flipped the switch with three touchdowns and the defense didn't have done as well. Yeah, this is the Granville defense I think that we were expecting heading into this one. Uh, after giving up 20 points in the first half, uh, scoreless, uh, holding Galley scoreless in the third quarter. I'm sure they're going to try to continue to do so. First and 10 after the 10 yard pickup by Marcus. He gets it again and a good hole here until Beckett Long comes up and smacks him at the 42. I tell you what, he's been great on <laughs> offense, but I like the way he's playing on defense. Two pass breakups and a huge one on one tackle. Now, as a coach, I don't know if you want your quarterback right, going I'm in like <laughs> Going in, you know, flying in head first, going in for tackles. Got to get you a little little worried there, but uh, he is not shy away from, you know, taking that extra contact in the big moments on offense and defense. Second down, and we'll call it five for Valley. Here's Rogers, rolls to his right, fires across the middle, and the catch made by Cam Walker into Granville territory. Long with the tackle there. It'll be first and ten at the 48. Might be Captain Obvious here. Is Granville the most athletic team we've seen this year? Well, I'd probably say yeah, but the second most is Watkins. And I think we didn't even see what they could have done. When they played Valley, I thought they didn't play up to their full potential, so I'm sure they will be looking to do so next week. Here's Rogers on first and ten, and he'll flare it out to Marcus, makes one man miss, and he will get to about the 41-yard line. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a good matchup that we're going to mm-hmm. have for you here on Kate 98.7 next week. Watkins will be hosting Granville. Last year was a 20-10 victory for Granville here. And Watkins, if they are able to, they're winning easily tonight over Zanesville, they could still get a share of the late championship, and they would love to knock off the Blue Aces next week. First things first here. Here's the end around to Walker, and he makes one man miss, but then a couple of players, including Kirby, will tackle him for about a one-yard pickup. That play did have a 65-yard touchdown jaunt in the first half, Mm -hmm. but it's been run twice before now, or twice after that, and only one yard to show. And obviously it's must-score drive. Try to to, uh, stay in this game here. If you're the Panthers, like to see maybe a little bit of urgency, you know, out of them. Still, you know, still in this game, down three possessions, big third down. And, oh, the pass goes in and out of the hands of the intended receiver for Licking Valley. You can't have that on third down. No, especially just the way this game's been going. I mean, you got to basically be play perfect on the offensive side of the ball the rest of the way going forward, and you just got to try to trust your defense to come up with this string of stops. Trent Clark was the intended receiver. They will go for it on fourth and four from the 42 with just under eight minutes to go in this fourth quarter and down by 19. Rodgers to throw, and that pass in and out of the hands of Phelps as well. Falls incomplete. Hey, folks, Beckett Long was right there to knock it down. (laughs) I mean, you know, Kirby was making a lot of plays in that first half. He might have been my MVP. Then you've got Verasso doing what he does. He could be your MVP. But Beckett Long, 
you'd have to give him votes for what he's doing. Yeah, he's come up big, especially on these like third and fourth down conversions on defense. Uh, Long has been coming up, you know, whether just knocking the ball out of the receiver's hand or just laying big hits to jar it loose. He does it again there on another fourth down conversion that kind of takes away um, whatever chance that Valley had of making a comeback here. I mean, just put together a nice drive, take some time off the clock, and you can probably uh, take down Valley for the third consecutive season. So after, look at Beckett Lawn, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, and knocked out of bounds there. Okay, I get it. You want my MVP? <laughs> I was going to say, is your MVP changing now? <laughs> wow. From the 42, he takes it to just outside the 10-yard line, running on the left side. He's got wheels that you just don't necessarily see, and it looks like we do have a flag near the end of that run. I believe, unsportsmanlike against Granville. Might have been a little bit of taunting. Yeah. I'm going to go with it, which in a rivalry game, you're going to have that. And I'm really surprised that's the first one we've had tonight. Um, but it has been a mostly a very clean game. Both teams playing extremely hard. And so they are going to take that bat from the 10-yard line to think well, he's going to keep walking to about the 26 so it happens and well you know we saw that last <laughs> I night I was going to say good thing you're up by 19 and not just four yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> so they'll mark it back to the 26 of Valley first and 10 there for Granville up 39 to 20 7 minutes 40 seconds to go fourth quarter Here's Kirby. Kirby breaks two tackles, three tackles, four tackles, 20, 15. He's going to carry some people with him inside the 10-yard line. The KK machine is rolling. Yeah, I just get a sense that the Valley defense is just worn down, and they just can't. They don't have a response. There's no answer to what Granville's doing here on offense tonight, and I just feel like, Fatigue and them just being worn down is starting to become a factor here in this one. And he gets that second gear near the end of the game. He's just, he's a different different animal. Totally different animal. And he's going to be a special player in the LCL the next couple years. Full house backfield here, first and goal at the seven. Seven minutes remain. He gets the handoff at the five, at the three, and house call, Kyle Kirby. Touchdown, Blue Aces at the seven-minute mark, fourth quarter. Yeah, that's their signature play there on first and goal. Full house, give it to Kirby. Everyone knows what's coming. You just can't stop it. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, now an extra point away of making this 46-20. to 20. Granville completely dominating the second half, and this if they're able to hit this extra point, this will tie the most points Valley's given up going back to that Week 2 game against Heath where they gave up 46. And that extra point was no good, but I believe, again, it was blocked. Yep. Austin Lohr coming from the outside was able to block it, so you know Valley's going to play until the end, but I, I think you're right. They're on fumes right now at the seven-minute mark as it has been a 26-to-zip second half for Granville after we were deadlocked at 20. 
This is why you just play the game because you just don't know what's going to happen. 20-all at halftime. We didn't see that coming. I don't think we saw Valley being shut out in the second half. Well, I <laughs> this game at, uh, at halftime, I had a feeling, um, you know, that first drive, you know, was big. Granville went down and scored. But, um, yeah, I, I had a feeling maybe Valley would have that offense would maybe good maybe put up some points here. There's still some time left, but um, I think what we're saying, you know, where Valley gave it their best shot. They gave Granville that be- their best shot in that first half, and Granville still could have played way better in the second half. We're, we're, we're seeing that, and that defense um, just went back to its roots and started doing what it did all season long, you know, shutting out opponents, only giving up, you know, eight points per game. That's the defense that we're seeing from Granville here in the second half. Kickoff return by Marcus. We'll mark it at the 21-yard line. High School Football Game of the Week brought to you by KSEPS Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Officially at the 21. First and 10 there for Valley. Who just has been stymied in this second half. Rodgers will throw. And here's the wide receiver screen. And picking up some good yardage now is Walker. Breaks a couple tackles. 30, 35. And we'll get to the 37-yard line before Beckett Lawn makes the tackle. I mean, Lawn and Kirby are going to be probably double digits in tackles. Barrasso got to be a career high in receptions and yards tonight, I would think. Just everybody stepping up that needed to for Granville. First and ten, Rogers rolls right. Still scrambling. Now he'll keep it across the 40-45 midfield and gets knocked out of bounds at the Granville 46-yard line. So, two quick plays has gotten Licking Valley into Granville territory with 6.24 to go. Yeah, seems like they're trying to start to figure out their offense here in the second half. It's just, unfortunately, I don't think enough time left. You know, it's down 25. Um, and two, just the way your defense has been playing, you can't really count on them to make any stops. And Granville's coaching staff has decided to call a timeout here. Didn't like what was going on there with 6.24 to go, up 45-20. to 20. So... This will give them the share of the Buckeye. They'll want to win it outright against Watkins next week. They were fifth in the region coming in. They should move up and try to hold on now to a top-four spot, which would guarantee two home games to start the playoffs. Valley will probably drop a little bit, but I would think would stay in the top eight. We'll have to wait and see. You never know with the... Computer points and the secondary points, but that huge win over West Holmes will help a lot. Now, see, here's a ball game where you're looking at Heath. They're beating Newark Catholic 49-21, so they're going <laughs> to get their seventh victory. But, you know, they beat Licking Valley, but Licking Valley loses tonight, and they've already lost to Granville. So it, you, you almost have to scoreboard watch now, but this one kind of hurts Heath as much as it does Licking Valley of all cases. First and ten. Here's Rogers to throw. Screen out to Marcus. 45-40. Puts his head down and will get close to a first down. Because the Bulldogs are going to be very, very close to see if they can host a first-round game. And I tell you what, Coach Schrader is one in that clock running. He is furious. 
You I'm... never know. He's up 45 to 20. <laughs> you wouldn't. Hey, that's that's what the best of them do. You don't stop coaching just like you don't stop playing until that final uh, whistle, you know. So just ask, you know, Nick Saban, you know, you never keep your foot off the gas till it's triple zeros on that clock. Rodgers to throw. Catch made by Walker. He will get to the 30-yard line, and that will be a first down. So Valley trying to get on the board here for the first time in this second half. Again, down 45-20. to 20. And a reminder, the high school football scoreboard show underway. Mark Bruce and Lee Waller will keep you updated on LCL, MBO, OCC, and other matchups, including the KMAC. So check out those scores tonight on T100. Rodgers to throw. Man, wide open, but knocked away. No, actually intercepted. Dante Barrasso. <laughs> he read that and timed it perfectly and picks it off. And Coach Schrader, I thought was going to do a chest bump with him, but he just slapped him and that's enough, I think. But uh, again, a man who wasn't going to play tonight on defense, and I wondered when Coach told me that, I'm like, it's going to be tough to keep him out of the ball game, and he gets the first turnover yep. of the night, and it's an interception, and that Granville defense, night and day from half one to half two. Yeah, this is the we're seeing the defense now that that was advertised from the Blue Aces. Um, they went in at halftime. I'm sure not pleased with that performance. Right, they're not used to giving up that many points, um, especially in just one half. So they've definitely responded. Like how we thought, and then too, just the offense continuing to just you know keep your foot on the gas, pummel these guys, and too, it just yeah I feel like this Looking Valley defense too, just in the second half, and maybe just this whole team, just I think maybe fatigue and like what I was saying towards the pregame, you're it's a really tough stretch of games that this uh, Panther team has played. They've won. They've all been really close coming down, you know, to really the last possession. So, you know, and then having to go probably now your toughest opponent at the end of this three-game, you know, tough stretch. Um, I feel like just the second half, it just fatigue and just the ball not going their way and giving up that opening drive touchdown really just hurt them and just um, they just weren't able to recover from that. But the progress they made from that Heath game, oh, yeah. they were just dismantled in that second half. I mean, it really has been an impressive six-game run for the Panthers, which looks like it will come to an end this evening. Down 45-20 to 20 as we're at 4 minutes and 25 seconds. But they get to host Licking Heights next week, and Heights is really battling Harvest Prep tonight. It's 20-16. to 16. Harvest Prep leads it. They came in 7-1. and one. So Heights has shown those glimpses. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played Granville tight, 28-20, so... Valley will have to be on their game, but I'm sure that they will be in their senior night next Friday night, trying to move to 7-3 and three on the season. But tonight, it's Granville in this second half. Looking to go to 9-0 and oh with this victory. And once again, at least a share of the LCL Buckeye for the third straight year. And it's second and seven for them at the 23-yard line now, just trying to bleed the clock and get out of here with the victory. Yeah, they'll have another tough one, like we said, against Watkins. Probably, I mean, if not the most talented, second most talented team that we've seen so far this year, a team that Licking Valley beat two weeks ago. Um, 
But, you know, I just feel like Watkins didn't play up to their full potential that they could have in that game. Two-yard pickup there for Music. It'll be third and five from the 25 as we come up on three minutes remaining in this ballgame. I don't want to jinx anything, but I might by saying this. Oh, sure. I did <laughs> earlier, so why don't you? Come well, I now. said that stat uh, back in the, uh, I think the first half where I said, Looking Valley hasn't scored less than 21 on the winning streak, but Granville, they've only given up 21-plus to Heath all season long. That's when I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Valley was going to be scoring 21-plus, but who knows now what happens. Lawn will keep it, and he'll get right at the sticks at the 30-yard line. See if they give him the first down. They will. So 2.29 to go, first and 10 Granville, and that should just about yeah. do it. And the hometown fans appreciate their efforts in this ball game, as well they should. Just a complete domination in the second half. 25 to zip, and Valley had a couple times inside Granville territory, but had a couple of turnovers on downs and then the interception by Barrasso. Here's the handoff to Music and he has popped at the 30-yard line. They are still hitting mm -hmm. and Licking Valley wants to call a timeout with two minutes and a second <laughs> to go. Should congratulate Coach Randy Boffman. 350th career victory last week in their win over Wheeling Lindsay. So 48 years as a head coach. Three trips to the state finals, 350 victories. He's done just about all you can do at Licking Valley. And as Coach Schrader talked about it, this is a rivalry, and they want to get that consistency that Licking Valley has shown year in and year out. And the progress Granville has made is definitely showing that. Um, mm -hmm. And they want to have that tradition that Licking Valley has, and they're doing a good job. But Randy Boffman has laid the groundwork for teams that you just measure up to that program. Yeah. Yeah, Granville, I know, may have recency bias, really, since I just really started watching them uh, from that year that they made that state semi-run. But they've done a great job of just, you know, taking that year and using that momentum from that season. Another really good season last year, you know, making it to the second round of the playoffs. And then now closing in on possibly another 10-0 and 0, uh, undefeated season. Um, Granville is, you know, trying to make themselves, like you said, a nice household name like Valley in the area. And they, you know, throughout the past three years, they've been the really the team to beat um, in the conference. Lawn will keep it for a yard, and Valley will call their second timeout. Watkins did defeat Zanesville tonight, 34 to nothing. So they move to seven and two, two and one in league play. And we'll host Granville next week. And we'll have that for you here on Kate 98.7. Pre-game 645 kick at 7 o'clock. So the Warriors have responded quite nicely mm -hmm. after that heartbreaking loss to Granville with wins over arch-rival Licking Heights and then winning on the road at Zanesville. Heath now leading Newark Catholic 56-21, so that's back-to-back -back 50s yeah. for 
the Bulldogs winning last week against Northridge 55 nothing and putting it on Newark Catholic tonight 56-21. Johnstown leading Lakewood high scoring affair 38-34. So the Johnnies hold on. They will play Heath for the LCL Cardinal next week at Swank Field for the outright championship. Long to throw and nice catch by Culver and it will be enough for a first down. So there's a little cat and mouse. Okay, you're on call timeouts. Well, we're going to throw it. <laughs> and there's the first down with a minute 47 to go. Well, you don't want to punt, right? They haven't punted no. so far here tonight, and uh, no reason to. I mean, that's a nice little achievement, I'd say, to never punt in a game, especially against a very quality opponent and your rival. So, um, yeah, they're just going to victory formation, close this one out. But talking to just about Dante Verasso, how big he was here tonight in this game you know special I, yeah it was a great performance him and Beckett Long both the one-two punch tonight um, to pure perfection um, victory formation for Granville as we've got just 70 seconds to go and I did like to see also a couple of linemen across both sides shaking hands which is good to see because this is there's no love lost, and they did battle each other significantly here, and we're hoping for good sportsmanship, as always, at the end. 50 seconds remain. Long is ready to take the snap. As the, well, it looks like Granville will call a timeout. Maybe that's just to run one more play, and then that'll do it. And also to give the seniors mm-hmm. an ovation as well on this senior night. Not a huge senior class, but they have definitely kept the tradition going of what Granville has started with Coach Buttermore, who's now over at Upper Arlington, and a couple preceding him. But uh, Coach Schrader's come in here and kept this machine going. And what these seniors have done now, you've got guys. Beckett Lawn is a junior. Kirby is a sophomore. So the cupboard is not going to be bare. And that should do it on the final kneel down as both teams now head to their respective sidelines and line up for the postgame handshake. Granville clinching at least a share of the LCL Buckeye victorious tonight over Licking Valley by a final of 45 to 20. We'll come back and recap this one after a timeout. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com roundup. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7.
McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck partner. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback. What do you say? <laughs> protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football. I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance, and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles. <laughs> so if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Final score tonight from Granville. The Blue Aces victorious over Licking Valley 45-20. to It was a punch, counterpunch in that first half. Both teams going back and forth. And we were deadlocked at the break at 20. But all Blue Aces in the second half offensively doing what they needed to do and defensively shutting down what Valley was able to accomplish in that first half. So now they clinch at least a share of the LCL Buckeye. Moved to 9-0. and And... Again, if this team that we see tonight plays like they're playing next week against Watkins and into the postseason, they're going to make some noise because they, they've got all the intangibles you need. Yeah, and um, we'll get another look at them next week, but it just really is trying not, we're trying to compare teams and players too much, but it reminds us a lot of that team you know, that made the run to the state semis. Um, a little bit different, but just the way they dominate games. Um, this defense, it came out very uncharacteristic first half. Lots of big plays given up. Probably the biggest plays that they've given up all season long. And they made adjustments. They were able to, you know, kind of settle and calm down. And then they pitched pitch a set, shutout in the second half. And the offense, the offense was playing in as good as it could have in that first half. That kept them in it. And then it just continued to just not let their foot off the gas. Uh, four touchdowns in the second half. I mean, it was just 
really just a perfect a second half as you could have played, and that's why the score ended up so lopsided. Um, Licking Valley, you know, they, they came out. They did everything right in that first half. Obviously, their defense, I feel like if their defense was maybe able to make, you know, a stop or two, you know, maybe give Valley the seven-point lead heading into the half, I mean, giving them a little bit of a cushion that may have changed the outcome a little bit, but um, Granville, there's just too much to guard offensively. Um, you know, just the way Beckett Long has progressed, um, he's able to utilize these weapons now fully with Kirby, you know, continuing to get better as the season goes along. We already know about Dante Vrasso and everything he does, um, but they were able to move the ball at will tonight, and when you do not punt the ball a single time, um, you expect to probably win by 20-plus, and that's exactly what Granville did. But, um, yeah, Looking Valley, this is a tough three-game stretch. And, I mean, you still won two out of three, which is fine. You would have loved to cap it off and win this one here tonight against your arch-rival. Um, the Blue Aces, you know, ruining their perfect season and everything. But they gave it a good shot there in the first half. I just feel like, you know, they just they, they were really fatigued, you know, um, halfway through that third quarter. Um, just that grueling schedule finally caught up to them, you know, playing these tough games and back-to-back-to-back weeks, um, and they just weren't able to just hang and just had enough uh, gas left in the tank to hang with the Blue Aces tonight. Well, probably the one key play of the game when it was 27-20 to and Valley punted the ball to the two-yard line of Granville. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, here's the opportunity for the defense to make a play. The next play... Lawn to Verasso, 98 yards, touchdown, two-score game, ball game. Yeah, that was that was huge, and that's something you call straight out of Madden, really. I mean, you're at your own two-yard line. Um, it takes guts to you know make that play call and to then to execute it, to throw that yeah. ball up to Verasso, um, and then run it in for a touchdown. Because yeah, that really felt like the point where it's like, all right. There's nothing that this Valley defense can do. Uh, Granville's going to be scoring on them all night. There's nothing that they can do. So, um, because yeah, your defense up until that point was um, just couldn't stop anything. You set them up with a great position, and you uh, still just unable to stop it. But that big passing play, like you said, I think that was the huge momentum shifter. And um, from that point on, it was just all blue aces. They get the victory tonight, 45 to 20. We'll wrap it up from Granville after our final timeout. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. The experienced heating and cooling professionals that meet any budget is just a phone call away. Your local Lennox dealer, Lucart Heating and Cooling, has been installing Lennox systems in Licking County for over 60 years. Installation professionals, Nate certified technicians, and Lennox Innovations make Lucart Heating and Cooling the wise choice. Call 740-344-5497 today. That's 740-344-5497. Lennox. Innovation never felt so good. Hey, this is Chris from KSEPS Auto Body in Granville and Johnstown. One of the really neat things about our business and about our company is we fix some really cool cars. At KSEPS, electric vehicles are nothing new to us. We've been fixing them for years. We've been Tesla certified for a number of years. And we're Lucid and we're Rivian certified as well. So if you drive an electric car, no worries. There's someone here in Licking County that knows how to fix them. KSEPS Auto Body in Granville, Johnstown, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPS, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health System on Kate 98.7.
This is the last year I'm cleaning out these fucking gutters. Sheila sees this ladder balanced on top of the trash cans, and I'll never hear the end of... Uh-oh. Skip the gutters and head straight to the ER. Not that ER. ER as an equipment rental. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. They've got everything you need to do your next job safely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. State Route 13, Thornville. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. Our next Licking County locker room this coming Monday from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark. We'll be highlighting the Lakewood High School football team and athletic department. Hopefully you can join us either in person or right here on the radio at 6.30. And then we'll conclude the regular season Friday night in Pataskala, the Watkins Memorial Warriors, now 7-2 and 2-1 two and two and in league play, will host these Granville Blue Aces looking to capture the LCL Buckeye outright and complete the regular season at 10-0. Should be a good one. We'll have it for you with the pregame at 6.45 and the live kickoff at 7 p.m. Thanks to our engineer and producer, Kenny Peck. For Garrett Wandel, this is Brian Mays. Again, your final from Granville. The Blue Aces defeat Licking Valley. 45 to 20. Have a great rest of your Friday and weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A.com. Trillion Farms is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, this is Chris from KSEPS Auto Body in Granville and Johnstown. One of the really neat things about our business and about our company is we fix some really cool cars. At KSEPS, electric vehicles are nothing new to us. We've been fixing them for years. We've been Tesla certified for a number of years. And we're Lucid and we're Rivian certified as well. So if you drive an electric car, no worries. There's someone here in Licking County that knows how to fix them. KSEPS Auto Body in Granville, Johnstown, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPS, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEPS Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Hi folks, it's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I gotta tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party, so come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. For every stage of a woman's life, Knox Community Hospital offers advanced, personalized women's health care. From 3D mammograms, cervical biopsies, 
and minimally invasive surgery to treatments for infertility, bone loss, incontinence, endometriosis, and more. Our women's health specialists encourage you to share in decisions about your health and offer the one-on-one -on -one education you need to thrive. At Knox Community Hospital, we're elevating care. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Carpenter's Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenter's Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Zanesville campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Zanesville. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackleford's Disposal today. Offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now, through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event. At the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all the for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. Hi, this is April with the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office. Are you or someone you know who served in the armed forces homeless or in danger of becoming homeless? Please contact the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office. We are connected with programs designed to assist homeless veterans and their families. Contact the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office at 670-5430. Again, that's 670-5430. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 series is part of our tractor lineup, rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. At Lincoln Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Lincoln County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, 
advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Terrific, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text mikesroofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. This has been an official WCLP sports presentation on Case 98.7. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Case 98.7. Tonight's game was brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Roofing.